Hello, welcome, friends, countrymen. I don't know. That's all really shitty how I started this, but this is the podcast that you've listened to. And if you can hear, I'm now your host. Uh, this is P&B, and my name is T.L. Foster. I'm a podcaster. Uh, I would say life guru. What other <laughs> things that you want to give? <laughs> uh, that's the podcast that I take. Uh, and I'm going to introduce uh, uh, my other co-host on this episode. Uh, first, uh, he is, of course, we call him the Squatty Potty himself. He is <laughs> the the lord of the Pittsburgh uh, uh, toilet scene, uh, Mr. Robert Beach. Please say hello. Nope. Um, I don't like the Squatty Potty name. I, I, I like Bobby Boudet. <laughs> Boudet. It's, 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 it's mm. you, you got... You got BB going on, you know, Bobby Boudet, Bidet. Yeah. Our own Bidet. Yeah. Our own waste great. Waste management Bob himself. Uh, <laughs> My middle name uh, is Wayne, so you can uh, uh Wayne, Wayne Wasty or Waste Wayne. You know? <laughs> nah, I don't, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> Alliteration? Come on, we can get a go. Alliteration is always fun, guys. Come it's on. the <laughs> best. Travis, you're a writer. You should be better at this. I am a terrible <laughs> writer. I tell people this all the time. This is not a surprise. Uh, next, um... ...hosting, who probably fumbled all over their mic. Uh, he is, of course, the baby. The blanket's over the microphone. The, what? The baby of the podcast. He I is... make that noise. He is... Two feet tall, <laughs> weighing in, weighing in at three ounces. Uh, That's an young, incredibly thin baby. Aww, were you a preemie? <laughs> young child, Dylan Tierney. Dylan, please eh, shut up. I'm not a baby. As he throws the baby. baby. Ah. <laughs> 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 it's stuck up on my desk. His mom do kickstart Binky. Oh, all those, all those hot cans oh. of Pepsi back <laughs> littering over your desk. Uh, oh, that's uh, fucking. Oh uh, and then next, um, our resident dungeon crawler master. I was going to say dungeon master. That's not accurate, uh, but he probably could be a dungeon master. He also is a mushroom master and a master master don't know no, that sounds vaguely like you're a slave owner yeah. um, <laughs> oh. Dave, please say hello hi uh... <laughs> <laughs> how do you follow up that yeah. uh, i'm back master masters um <laughs> master masters uh like master master? It's, been, it's been a couple weeks but i'm back hi i'm back uh and then Lastly, but not leastly, actually more importantly than all these other fucks, including myself, um, he is um, one of our really good friends um, and also incredibly, I, I don't know, I was going to say smart, but then I was like, <laughs> that's weird because everybody else was getting these really shitty intros. And how do I give Curtis a shitty intro? By saying this, hey, it's Curtis. I'm you may know host. Him. Yeah, well, I, I am a terrible host. It's not nothing new, uh, but you may know him from his Thirty Rock uh, uh, listening listen to podcast. Uh, I want to go there. Did I say it right? Is that there? No. I want to be there. <laughs> I need to be there. There is where I want to go. Until you get it right, we're not continuing. So get it right. Uh, <laughs> I refuse. Uh, <laughs> I want to go there. Nope. <laughs> Liz Lynn, it's the Liz three Liz words, Liz. Travis. Come on. Uh, it's Curtis Stone. Hey, Curtis, what's up? Hi. 
I'm the uh, force diversity hire of the week, so glad to be here. You know, great. You oh, oh, and it's a white guy. We did great on that. When you're going for diversity, you can only do like yeah, black cis male or gay white guy. That's it. That's so all podcasts can have. Yeah. God, could you imagine having a a bisexual woman on here? Like it would just be could you handle it? I mean I don't know if man. I think, I think I think we can handle it, but can our listeners handle it? That's that true. would be their that's that would true. be the that's question. the ultimate test. Yeah. See, the thing is, is we're more about diversity of thought around here. So ah, exactly, ah, right. perfect. That's, that's the true the diversity. White guy gets it. Right. Uh, like, I'll put up a, I'll put up a pride flag, but I won't actually attend any rallies or anything. That's enough, right? No, you got to wear the uh, coexist. It's the coexist shirt and the coexist bumper stickers. Ah, yes. There you go. Start Look, calling I, me Richard Grinnell. When I watch porn, I don't look away from the penises, so I understand the gay band experience in America. Sorry. That's just what it is. I think that's equal, <laughs> but okay. Yikes. Uh, I'm, guys, I'm so glad I'm here for this. Um, <laughs> I was imploding? Yeah, you know what? I'm glad we got, a, we got an outside spectator on this. Yeah. Uh, I get my, just make Thank wow. you. Uh, so wow. now, just because of that, add one more zero to the check and just make it up to cash. And okay. I'll be on my way. I, 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 Don't worry, we're at one dollar. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wire to your account. You'll want to you'll awesome. do a thing. Uh, but no, for like, uh, to, in all seriousness, uh, it is really, for me, I'm actually extremely um, excited to have Curtis on this podcast. Uh, uh, for people who don't know kind of like my history and doing any of this bullshit, uh, it was just one day on a random video game forum, <laughs> video game podcast forum, where Curtis was like, oh, hey, I want, you know, hey, I'm, I need guests for my podcast because my co-hosts are out. And he reached out to me and my buddy uh, Rafa, and he was like, "Yeah, you guys can come on." And then I proceeded to make the probably the worst episode of his own podcast uh, for two hours because I was a giggling asshole. Uh, but it pushed me to do all this stuff. And then uh, Curtis has been like, kind of, I've worked with Curtis almost every step of the way of doing all this game stuff. So it is. I'm so glad to have you back on the show, especially for people who may not have heard you from our previous incarnations and everything like that i'm happy to be here thanks for inviting me back i actually earlier today i was thinking i was like i know i've done episodes of pmb in the past and i'm trying to remember the most recent one probably and like the 60s or 50s or something it's it been was a long time ago and i think there was a there was the last time i recorded with you guys i think it was dylan kayla and marco and it oh, was a, around the time I think Phantom Pain had come out. So this is, I mean, this is we're 2015, I think. Yeah, is that's yeah. That definitely sounds like that sounds like PNB 50s or 40s. Yeah, and I don't think that episode actually came out because after we were done recording, I fucked everything up and closed my audacity and wasn't able to get any of the files. <laughs> now it's coming back to me, Curtis. Now it's so coming that's, back to and me. that's that's why I had PTSD's kicking in. Yeah, years. yeah. yeah <laughs> thought yeah. I was gonna be mad at you this whole time. Phantom, you were a podcast six years ago? <laughs> yeah, it's a Phantom podcast, so there you go. Anyway. It, uh, yeah, that's that's the PNB story. Uh, someone yeah. fucks up the recording. Usually it's me. Uh, <laughs> okay, here's, the thing. here's the thing. I will give us some credit. I'll give us some back padding. Uh, I haven't lost an episode of PNB in like two or three years. 
since we've been very consistent. So since Robert, since Robert came, we've really been having hitting our strides. So. Robert reached out to us. Hey, uh, I, we're like, hey, would you like to be on the show? Yes. Here's everything you need to fix. Okay. And then we did. <laughs> it wasn't really like that, but but this is like here's some improvements here and there, and it's like, well, what happens when this happens? Like we need. Turns out we need well, safeguards. You need, a, you, you need a producer yeah. at some point. You, you need, need a, a producer. You need a producer. It's, it's Robert is doing a fantastic job with it. So and he's also job. on half to most of our shows. So, but we'll, we'll give you executive producer yeah. credits. There you go. Robert yeah. will never pat himself on the back, but he deserves pat on the back. <laughs> oh no, that, 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 that's a, that's a fucking trick with, with with it. Like I I hate it, but also I secretly fucking love it. I can't get enough of, of it. I have a fucking yeah, giant giant ass ego. I didn't that's know that's all. where I was going when you said yeah. when, before you said ego. Not gonna lie. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, um, yeah. So I mean, obviously it's been a great show. But yeah, I mean, I guess if you want to talk about go to there, you're. You got it. I know the name of the podcast. Oh, so your intention being bad? Okay, it just felt like we were so used to you being so bad at it. He's inting. He's inting. I always, I always do this every time. (laughs) Have you guys never listened to a podcast I host when Kayla's not taking over? Oh, I thought you were trying. I literally, I, I always, I always do that shit. I always do it. It's never funny. It is only for me. I only pop myself, but like, I always do it. Well, I guess as long as someone likes it. Yeah, that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Is, is that a wrestling term, pop? It yes, is. it is. I think that was oh, a God wrestling damn it. term. I've identified it. Yes. God damn it! You see, when a when a pop happens is when oh the God. crowd Move on. erupts. Oh my God. The, yeah, so right. about go Robert. I love I love yeah. wrestling, but Jesus Christ, <laughs> Robert, do you control anyway? Like people's microphones and inputs oh i have no control i love it oh, when it goes off the rails, man. that's huh? that's your new job for 2021 is figuring that out that way whenever travis just starts speaking just kill so it you, you just want to host a discord call then basically well, yes let me let yes. me just direct you guys uh lifehacker.com um, here we go here we go there is a post <laughs> that can explain to you how to turn off if, if you use zoom calls uh, how to turn off people's uh, Zoom calls if they are being too rowdy or disruptive. Let's see. Uh, it was written by Brent, me. I wrote oh, it. Oh. Brendan Lifehacker. Uh, yeah, that's right. I first forgot. of all, yeah. first of all, Brendan, I don't like the fact that you uh, are. What's called? I don't like the fact that you're censoring people on Zoom or telling them how to censor people on Zoom <laughs> because that's how we. If you do that, Liberal that's agenda. how you. That's how you. That's how you don't get a, a tubing accident to happen. And is it, uh, is it a hate crime? I don't think it's a hate crime. Would, you're, not, you're not doing it because of any other reason. Bombers are a protected class of citizen, actually. So. Yeah. <laughs> Hear that, Kayla? I hate all this. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to rap, I was trying to do a be a real host, and then all this shit happened. That, that, that that's was, a stretch. That's a stretch. <laughs> so 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 please, Curtis, tell us about your show before yes. we get into our bullshit. Of course. Uh, so this is the podcast portion. This will talk podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, go to there is it's not an original idea. Many have done this before us, uh, even on the specific show that we do. But my well, go, now my my husband and I work on uh, doing a run through of every episode of the of the show Thirty Rock uh, with Tina Fey and Tracy Morgan, Jane Krakowski. Uh, we just do episode by episode. Uh, we've we we're just about to record the season five finale, and then in tw- and then starting in twenty twenty one, we'll finish up the series. Uh, 
And yeah, it's been a blast. Is it, um, is it only six seasons? It is seven seasons. Oh, seven. Okay. Um, hmm. Yeah. Um, so we're we're nearing the end of it, and it's uh, I've, that's a show kind of up there with like The Simpsons and something like American Dad. It's just a sh- and like The Office that I would just it would be a background show for me. I would usually like if I'm playing like something like a big open world game, just put mm-hmm. it on and just listen to it like music kind of thing. And then yeah. I one day I was like, hey, let's do a podcast about this podcast. I don't know why I said it like that. Podcast. I'm going to do a podcast there. It, um, yeah. <laughs> it, it really and, feel, uh, feels like just, just listen to the podcast. Like there there hasn't really been a bad season of, of 30 Rock or like a disappointing um, season that much. Like it's been it's it's consistently really good. Yeah. Yeah, it's been it's uh we're actually uh, we just wrapped up our 101 episode this pa- uh, today actually uh recording it went up live and um I was I was sort of reflecting back on season 5 I was like season 5 I don't think gets the recognition it deserves but just in consistency of the strength of its episodes it's been one of the strongest seasons so it'll be fun to look back on it and just be like, okay, maybe, maybe, because I've always saw season three and four of Thirty Rock as like the pinnacle, as like, yeah. yeah, when like most people think like their favorite memes, their references, their jokes that come from Thirty Rock typically come from this season, but season five has has been a banger. Um, but I do remember season six or seven is usually where I kind of when I'm going through my rewatch, I'm kind of checked out for the most part because I'm just like, there's not that much funny here and. Mm-hmm you know it's it's sort of losing a bit of its life and its luster most shows generally do by that time anyway mm-hmm. there's rarely a show that can go 7 8 seasons and still be consistently strong like right um, cuz i mean yeah, even thinking of something like the simpsons like for me like season 4 is where or season 3 is where it's finding is has found its footing it knows exactly what right. the show is right season 4 is it's you know it's picking up mo- momentum, but season five and season six of The Simpsons are legitimately two of the best seasons of animated TV ever. Like you can just pull any episode out of them and just be like, "Bam, these are great, these are great, these are great." Mm-hmm. But then you start getting you know nine, season ten, and the beyonds, and you're just like, "Okay, I'm I've got a I've got a happy partition right here that I can just partake in and and love." Um, but yeah, we've just I'm just trying to think what's a good show that has seven plus seasons and is consistently good just strong the whole time i, I really so hard it's That's, so hard mm. like even the office you know nine seasons and by season seven it was sort of struggling to get there yeah. i mean uh, yeah there's they're writing off you know fucking michael and everything yeah. at that, point, God, that so. should have been the finale that should have been where that show no we needed in. a season of of robert california <laughs> being a creep ass as i ever to robert california stuff that sucks shit it's like the jim and pam like oh hey there was a a a, a, a terror person who was in love with pam the whole time and i actually recently read a thing that uh, they were planning to have Jim and Pam divorce by the end of that season. That's and what they were trying to look like. And, uh, but uh, the, uh, John Krasinski was like, we can't do this. We've been on for nine seasons. The only people who watch this show anymore are the people who love this show. So That's if true. we, if we break up Jim and Pam, like we're, it's, we're just going to be throwing away this last season and people yeah. will hate it. And so they, they like course corrected about halfway through uh, apparently like yeah she was gonna like sleep with that brian guy and uh, the only reason i remember his name is because i oh. just rewatched the entire series uh, about a month ago yeah. um 
Fucking A. Yeah. It's wild to me. That guy, Chris Dimitopoulos, he's the voice of Mickey Mouse. Like, it's fucking wild to me. What? He is the voice of the new Mickey Mouse, and he's been doing it for like the last five years. I think he's also Donald Duck as well. I think he's Donald Duck in the I've heard plenty of him. Hannah's been replaying Kingdom Hearts 3 for some ungodly reason, and uh, just hearing Mickey just do exposition for like 30 minutes is just like, man, I'm kind of, I've kind of at my wits end here. What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> I, I'm not even going to get into it. I can't. Honestly, two years since that game came out almost. I, it's also the same thing that's been kind of cool of like, just like, like you said, like that guy doing Mickey. And then like, I've been, I've been watching that DuckTales cartoon, which fucking is so, it's so good. It, it has no point being that good. It's just so good. The other like, ducks, when you think they're going to be fucking useless additions and they're all actually pretty in, integral to like the week to week, like over a story. There's an episode where they basically bring in Goof Troop into the universe, but it's like they're having a breakdown of thinking they're in a sitcom show. So it's like <laughs> like them breaking down and like the the climax of the episode is is uh, Goofy talking to Donald, who's voiced by Don Cheadle, because they're in a sitcom uh, in this episode. And like Goofy explains to him, it's like, "Hey, like life's not perfect and shit sucks, and sometimes like it's the mistakes in life that go through." I was like. What the fuck is this show? It's so good. Uh, but no, I, I think like, but that's that's weird seeing him like that. Uh, one thing I wanted to ask you, Curtis, about your show uh, yes. that you do, because like I, you doing that show gave me the idea and push to want to do the Fresh Prince show that I do, right? Because oh, wow. like I think that's really yeah, you're right. I still I still it is about oh. time a, a black guy stole something from a white person. That's all about time. All <laughs> um but um one of the things that's been really cool doing the show with Sonia is like being able to to look and be able to look at characters that like as you as you say like when you watch something like kind of like in the background you don't really think about Oh hey, this guy's doing this or anything like that. Is there any character from doing your rewatch that you have had a different kind of like a look at or able to contextualize like differently, like in doing the show? Now you're like, oh, I didn't, I never thought about this character as X, Y, and Z. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, the main character Tina Fey portrays in Liz Lemon. Uh, it's definitely something you notice on a general rewatch, but I've def- I've also noticed. Because uh, David has been my co-host is, I mean, he's so much smarter than me. Like he's like 10 times smarter. He's on another level, but he'll just point out like, yeah, Liz Lemon is pretty racist. And I'm like, you're absolutely right. Like throughout that entire thing, she's using her white privilege. She's making a lot of assumptions, you know, uh, racist jokes and racist stereotypes and things like that. And on some level, it's like, well, it's her privilege or, you know, it's just, she's naive. And it's like, well, no it's not really forgivable. Like there's, mm. there's a whole subplot in like season two or three where she is very uh, nervous about a neighbor who for all intents and purposes is being, is acting incredibly shady and like, you know, very like um, difficult to just even have a conversation with. And so she right. ends up because he's middle Eastern, she ends up turning him into the don't ask or not the don't ask, don't tell, but um, the see something, say something. And it turns out all the stuff that he was doing that looks really sketchy was he was actually doing it to train in the amazing race. <laughs> but 
Yeah, I remember that episode. Yeah, 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 he got tortured. He got he ends up getting like tortured and waterboarded because they think he's a terrorist because he's Middle Eastern, and it's like, wow, Liz Lemon's not a hero. She's kind of a racist dick, and she's a so, messy yeah. white girl. Exactly, like good intentions but bad application kind of thing like uh so it's it's given me a different light to look at liz lemon the character on um but it's still it's still a fun rewatch going through especially getting david's perception on a lot of the stuff too because he's again looking on a different level and has all these tons of references that i wouldn't get especially when they're talking about the bush era administration because (laughs) i should have known what that is because i was legal voting age of all of that information but i was just so ignorant on it but they're just Mm. dropping references here and there and i'm like i know who carl rove is that's about it like i'm just <laughs> i'm not sure what they're talking about but yeah he's gonna it, it, it's, it's it's not like you just like like oh who's the department of transportation secretary under the bush administration so it's like i don't give a fuck i'm 14 i don't know but you know there's like one person watching that and it's like <laughs> i get that joke. they're talking about so and so hilarious it's like all right, well, either I'm dumb or you're very nerdy. Like, I'm not sure who's better in this situation. Um, I mean, yeah, it, so it could also be the fact that, like, it was a show bent for someone at, at, at a certain age and you're rewatching it, like, 10 years later mm-hmm. and you're, you're not getting yeah. all these references because, like, it was made in a time period where, right. like, b- being part of the Bush administration or, like, around that time mattered more mm-hmm. than, it is, than it did now. Exactly. And, yeah. And like in shows like that, yeah, I think like it's they're very reminiscent of like who the showrunners are, mm-hmm. like with TNF being the showrunners, or who your you know your your writers are for those specific episodes. Like, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that because Donald Glover was a staff writer for the show, mm-hmm. but I don't know if like Donald Glover would be writing those jokes because like he's kind of more of our age, or you know, it might yeah. have not been mm-hmm. in there. But like Tina Fey's your showrunner who was also running Weekend Update. So, like, mm-hmm. at some point, you're going to get to a point where it's like, yeah, there are going to be things that are going to be very – and so, like, like I said, I, I've, written, I've written scripts where I'm just like, oh, this is a very specific mm-hmm. uh, Hong Kong fooey joke that literally <laughs> no one will get but me. <laughs> right. But fuck it. It's my script. I'm going yeah. to put it in there, right? Well, so, no, yeah. that's – but that's also the fact that, like, when you watch Ant Man and you realize, like, like who, who's that random dude that that uh, Paul Rudd fell on top of his car? It's just like, oh shit! It was, it was that old SNL cast member who played Ant Man on SNL. Like for for like this very obscure reference, it's for someone yeah. out there, and it's gonna right. get people excited and curious. It's just like, oh dang, that, that's a that's a deep cut. <laughs> yeah. Going back real quick to the Donald Glover stuff. So yeah, he was, I think season three, he came on and wrote a couple of episodes before he uh, got the job of community. Um, But there's, there's a funny little story around like behind the scenes when he was brought on, they Tina Fey specifically really wanted him in there because obviously, you know, young black guy, they wanted him to write for Tracy because, you know, He's a, right. he's a black guy. They he want could the probably okay for these Tracy jokes. Yeah. Yeah. But he ended up actually really wanting to write for Kenneth because one, Kenneth is a fun character to write for. He's mm-hmm. like this. If you've never seen the show, Kenneth in the world of 30 rock is just this ne'er do well, or I'm sorry, not ne'er do well, but never do bad. Like he's just the most pure character on the show. He's so just honest and genuine, but he's also like from this little sm- area in georgia called stone mountain which is also where actually donald glover is from so he wanted to write for kenneth because he's like i'm from the same area this character's from let me make jokes about it 
And so I don't know if there was like tension behind the scenes with him being brought in and stuff like that. I don't think there was, but uh, it's just like, it's funny that she just expected because he's black. You'll write for the black character and kind of thing. Which this seems is on the brand. Same, this is the same Tina Fey who, oh, I don't know. Like the, like when I was watching Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, that they had a character, mm. um, an Asian, East Asian character that, that was just, it was, it was, I would say, fairly racist, you know? Like, like near the yeah. end of the first season, like, I don't remember much from it, but it was just, like, it was such, like, a gross stereotype. And then what what they did with um, J- J- Jane Kurskansky's um, character um, <clears throat> on that show, like, her, her being, like, part Native, and I, I, I mm-hmm. it was weird. It, it was just, so weird. I, it just didn't. It didn't work for me. And it's like, I, I'm done. I, I don't need this. Yeah. So was, there was funny. some weird I, I choices. Like Titus, but, eh. Yeah. Well, in I think season two or three of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, they do a storyline where Titus finds out that he is also part Asian. I think part Japanese specifically. And so, it, and it's, it's more, um, it's mirror. It was mirroring at the time. A lot of the um, people being called out for uh, racism and, cancel culture that sort of making fun of that or trying to anyway and so he gives this whole spiel he, he puts on like a one man a one man show of you know knowing his heritage and and showing that even though i'm not you know asian on the outside i still have respect and love for the culture and again i'm watching that and i'm like oh that's it's actually really sweet because it's it is tastefully yeah. done he does a really good job with it but david's watching it and he's like rolling in his eyes like this is fucking atrocious like there's <laughs> he's this isn't good like he's not doing anything good for anything he's because it's still like he's still using stereotypes and still using common japanese objects and items and stories to just tell his tale kind of reinforcing thing reinforcing stereotypes but, yeah yeah so it's like it's it's <sighs> But I mean, it's, it's a good show. Yeah, it was the thing. It's like, yeah, because Kimmy Schmidt, I really liked that first season, but I mm-hmm. like, I just, I didn't put my brain on anything because, like, like you said, like the East, like, but, uh, but that's, I mean, that's, I think that's a fallacy with a lot of, like, Tina Fey shows is like, if you if you just watch it, just for like the jokes without putting an analytical brain to it, it's fine. But then when you start thinking about stuff, it's like. Oh, this sucks, especially like when you know that your showrunner is a like a, a middle aged white woman, right? And it is like yeah. a lot of stuff that there's it's it's the thing of like I want to talk about race, but I don't want to have a conversation with race because like right. one of the cool things, one of the things that was I always liked in that first season of Thirty Rock was their whole point was Tracy Jordan was a lot smarter than what you think he is right like right. he this is before he becomes basically kanye west right he's like prototypical yeah. kanye west martin lawrence yeah. uh but like in the first show like the thing that always stuck with me was when he's meeting twofer and he's like oh hey my brother you know how you doing and then twofer's like i'm doing good and he, he corrects him he's like oh you're doing well you don't do like superman does right. good and i was like that's a really cool line and then it becomes yeah. I'm Trace Jordan. I'm crazy. Like that's what it's Jerk like. Okay, right. levels of, of, of like meme level. Yeah, yeah. 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 That character a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but I was. I mean, I'm. I'm I mean, I'm still thinking more stuff. Like, <laughs> I like having characters like Grizz and .com who are like, who could be a stereotypical black, yeah. but they're like, oh no, we're like the most intellectual people here, and it's right. like, 
most, oh, yeah, most I like competent that. people there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they, they took on yeah. that role after Tracy's. It's like, oh, oh, he's just the cartoon now. Yeah. I mean, by the third, fourth season of 30 Rock, it just turns into what, I mean, David and I affectionately call it live action Looney Tunes because that's essentially what yeah. it is. The problem with Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt that I have just like that, like Travis said, like the first season's solid. Like there's some moments in it. They're like, Whoa. but like the, the thing with, I think because so it was initially going to be an NBC show and then they canceled it and then Netflix picked it up. Um, so they had, they were in that weird period where Netflix was making shows a little bit longer than sitcom, like traditional TV. So there was like 25, 26 minutes long. So you're already stretching out plots. And the problem with the comedic timing is they didn't let anything breathe. If that makes sense. Like they no, would yeah. hella joke and then boom, right into the next thing. And it's like, I'm not saying you got to do like a sitcom pause for, you know, canned laughter, but Basic. at the same time, exactly so it's just like a joke would land boom hit another joke hit another joke hit another and it's just mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it's like okay you got to give it time to let those things land and enjoy it um so it's yeah that that show does not have the reputation i think it could have had there there was just a little bit extra on it but uh, at least check out the first season i think is worthwhile of unbreakable kimmy schmidt mm-hmm. yeah. uh before we get off of the 30 rock train i want to ask you curtis because the great thing about the great thing about 30 rock are all these great great television shows that i wish were real um <laughs> uh what 30 rock show from what you guys have seen do you wish you could at least watch an episode of like from from start to like any any of the shows that they bring in i have my answer which i believe is the correct answer okay uh, but i would love to hear what what you think and everybody else and everybody has a show from 30 rock <laughs> Um, I'm gonna have to look up a short list of of, uh, of fake shows. I that Thirty Rock have done because I'm trying to I'm kind of drawing a blank right now. <laughs> with my Corbin, with my morbid curiosity, I would love to see an episode of Milf Island. Milf Island. <laughs> oh, that would be a that would be a hit. That would absolutely. Be Milf Island <laughs> that looks like pretty the, well. Milf Island is the it's so hilarious. It's it, I don't. It was such a good joke of just like, hey, during this time we have all these reality shows, right? And then like, yeah, we just have Milf Island, and then I was just like, no, this would be like, like I said, this would be a hit. Everyone in America would be like, oh, this is the Milf that I, I vote for. And it, it, it's just like <laughs> the conceit is like, Team Jesse, they are like seventeen-year-old boys going after these Milfs. Right. It is just like. It's so, it's so weird, and I was just like, this would be hilarious. I would, I would watch every, just like I watched every episode of like Fox's Utopia back in the day. Which, if no one remembers that show, it's great. It's a show they got. It's basically like putting every form of Twitter, but in real life on an island with no food. Um, and like at one point, like this guy from New York is ready to fight people over ramen soups over like the mushin like cup of noodles and like they're like oh we have all this like organic food he's like no man i wanted fr- i wanted i wanted ramen fruits y'all got all this y'all got all this y'all got, i want ramen, ramen soups y'all got all this like organic fruit what am i do with that i want some ramen soup i'm like damn man like really this is the show it's great maybe racist but i love it i love every <laughs> second of it 
I think, I think Milk Island would be the exact same way. I think oh. it would just be a train wreck, and I would watch every episode and be like, I wouldn't yeah, be surprised if that, that was actually a pitched show. Like, someone actually said, let's make this, and they and NBC absolutely said no, but 30 Rock was like, well, can we just make it a joke in our show? Because it just seems like, at that point, every reality idea seemed to just getting pitched and greenlit, so hey, it just... You got Peacock. That's true. That's true. Everybody loves knows Peacock. Everybody loves yeah. Peacock. Yeah. Everyone loves it. Everyone loves it. Um, you can watch your favorite season of The Office for free. Well, up to season three, and then you got to start paying. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Suckers. Um, so to answer your question, uh, my real answer is Queen of Jordan, which they actually did do two episodes on 30 Rock of, but it's basically it's a real housewives, but it's about the Tracy Jordan's wife's character, Angie, in the show. And it's just, it's absurd reality TV, which is something that I hate. But if it's mm. told through the eyes of, you know, satirical parody, I'm all for it because it's just right. so silly and over the top. But one of my favorite jokes that they have about a fake TV show on 30 Rock is they have something called Black Frasier. And it's not so much the premise of what Black Frasier is because it is just Frasier with black people. Like they're both still, right. you know, intelligent. They're both still the exact same pretentious. But, and this is, and you want to, if you want to cut this, I totally get it because it does rely on a very, you know, kind of stereotypical racist bit. But, uh, so Tracy and Tufer are telling Josh about Black Frazier and he's like, oh, I've never heard of that. What was that? And he's like, oh, you know, it was on BET about 9, 9.15. And it's a joke about color people time, which is like, it's such a, it's such a, I don't want to say funny because I don't want to laugh at racist jokes, but at the same time, like it's such a smart joke. Right. Because... I don't, but I don't think that was probably, it probably wasn't written by a white writer. Cause like CB time is like, that is a very specific, like this. People would say that about BET all the time. It's like, right. Yeah. Nine, 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 15. Like, yeah, yeah we we'll do a CP time. It, yeah. But like you said, that's a very specific joke and that is hilarious. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's always, that's the joke that's always stood out with me. I was just like, God, I, I hate laughing at this, but it's it's really funny because it's really smart. <laughs> but it's I, also very specific. <laughs> I, I initially laughed at, at, at the thought of Black Frasier because all I thought was um, Frasier and Blackface. And I actually <laughs> know like 30 Rock had some issues with some episodes with a lot of Blackface. Yep. yep. So that's, that's like, oh, right. Cold. They had a lot of episodes right. of Blackface in it. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. But this was actually black actors just in the role right. of okay. Frasier and Niles. So it wasn't Kelsey Grammer <laughs> in Blackface or anything like that. But and I wouldn't we, be surprised if 30 which, Rock didn't that man is get wild. away with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yikes <laughs> anyway but yeah uh that's it that was our that was our whole 30 rock 30 rock i'll do my plug oh. and then we can start talking bullshit uh so yeah, yeah go to there uh every tuesdays on whatever streaming service you use um you can find it we're again we're finishing up the fifth season we'll come back in 2021 to start season six and wrap up season seven so it's been it's been a good ride we're enjoying it so thank you very much for listening and i hope uh, hope you enjoy what we're doing now let's talk some bullshit do you have a sound effect let's, for bullshit let's, let's, i was say robert he fucking queued you up come on penis is evil. <laughs> there you go okay bobby so today yeah, work with me here <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's oh, enough. Uh, you want to talk video games, or you want to talk about uh, another topic? I was looking to, to to talk with Curtis about here. 
Well, I mean, okay, so here's here's my question, because I, I literally, the only thing I've been playing is Zelda, uh, uh -huh. and editing a video about Zelda. I talked enough about Zelda. Zelda's great. Turns out the game, video, very good video game. Does anybody is have... for the Wild Zelda, or it is, the wow. Hyrule? Okay. So I, we're, I, we're back in 2016 now? Okay. Yeah. Just, well, just I, I mean, 2017, I, come on. <laughs> I, 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 I am, look, I played Zelda, I played Zelda War Crimes um, enough where I really like that game, but it is literally... Zelda committing lore crimes. Please which, take again, out the enemy encampments all in this area. Make sure none survive. Scorched earth. Which, scorched earth. Which again, I'm playing Breath of the Wild on stream, and then I'm I'm doing the stuff with uh. You have to go to the Goron the Goron place, and you do the the um uh Death Mountain walking Death Mountain stuff, right? And then literally, oh hey, why don't you fire bombs at these encampments? I mean, like. <laughs> Oh shit! They're just like living their lives. They're just like, oh hey, we're here. We're just chilling. We didn't shit. attack anybody. Oh, you're but just gonna okay, throw them guys, here? They're, they're smiling while you're doing it, so it's okay. And they come back every three days in the blood moon. I think at some point they must have made some kind of sacrificial pact to Ganon. Yeah. I have to assume. Oh, they are Ganon. They are, uh, you know, an extension a of Ganon. Okay, of, part part yeah. of his life force. Yeah. Is the actual physical entity of the Bacoblins and Moblins? Yeah. Really. Okay, so yeah, it makes it okay. You're just like hurting exactly. like one small person ah, of someone. This, exactly. God, this sounds like a fucking 2014 Toriyama it's, interview. You're, 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 pull something like, out of his ass. Killing a Bokoblin no encampment is, is the equivalent of, of just like poking the Ganon on, like, on sides. Like That's all. You I don't know, like this. It doesn't hurt. I don't like, I don't like this at all. I, I've killed thousands of people with that. Four years too. I literally did a mention where it's like, you killed 10,000 people. I'm like, okay, you could use the words KO if you want. I murdered them. <laughs> I mean, it's a paper cut for Ganon, you know? Uh, you know, it's just, it, it, you set your death laser to concussive, not, uh, <laughs> not vaporize. You're fine. Yeah, it's not blood. Right. It's, it's the, strawberry the, jam. All the cliff sides are padded with, with, uh, with medicine. You can't get hurt there. It's just all, yeah. it's all baby-proofed. Suck shit. Um, so I haven't played anything. What's um, coming out of the Moblin's ears? That's probably damn. That's Morales. Should I the goblin with the sword like Link does? No sir, Rebob. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dylan, have you played anything new? Uh, <laughs> I've actually been trucking along in um, Higher Warriors Age Calamity now that you mentioned it. I'm starting to get to... Look, do I have to treat this game like spoilers matter? Do I really fucking have oh, to? Fuck, no, there's spoilers I mean, in this game. No, there, I mean, there are there are spoilers in this. Does it game. fucking matter though? Because I'm really I don't think it's this pays off in any way, shape, or form. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, we've heard. But okay, so like just for just for safety reasons, hey, if you are interested in the story canon of this non-canon video game, that will <laughs> well, somehow no, canon because it's a prequel. Uh, <laughs> Uh, skip to insert time code here. All right, Dylan, go ahead and, yeah, and sure, give it. Dylan, the Dylan then go go right ahead. Remind. All right. Christ. Uh, <laughs> so, like, they just bring the the champions back in time. They they bring the present day champions back in time to save them. What like. Why did they turn this game into Avengers Endgame? And like, because like, it's, it's not a story that's supposed to be fucking uplifting and 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 loving and wonderful. There's there's tragedy there, and this game is just like, well, what if you stop the bad things from happening? And then Prince Sidon gets to be fucking showing up, and like, oh, you have this tender moment, but does it even fucking matter? I don't. It's well, just people want to fuck the fish in the last game. Look, that's I why. that's why you have Mifa. That's people want to there. 
Well, no, the fuck now, people, on, though. now people can fuck both fishes. Like I don't maybe you like don't, this I, this line of thing. I, I don't like where this is going. This is some unholy threesome you're talking here. Okay, but if this is a okay, this is this is testing my idea of time travel and and every time travel theory. There's like three, right? So if they yes. brought these people back in time to prevent the events of Breath of the Wild, but we know this is a prequel, something tells me the work that you're going to do is futile anyway, because in order for the future, which is Breath of the Wild, to happen, something has to have happened in this prequel that still puts those events in place. So it seems like everything that you're going to be doing in Hyrule Warriors will still result in the fact that calamity happens and the world is set in motion to become Breath of the Wild's world. So, I, that's a that is a fair like perspective on it because I don't know how serious Nintendo takes it. I, mean, right. I really don't like uh, they they kind of build up in the marketing like oh this is the experience of prequel to Breath of the Wild. See how everything was kind of set up, staged out. It's like no, it's not that at all. Uh, <laughs> you, you definitely are not like you know I I, was, I wanted like a nice sort of somber thing for Link like oh make it like the end of Halo Reach he's gonna be like just throw enemies and enemies at him until you literally just can't survive um and that would be a cool like somber note to end it on but it's not gonna do that because it just wants to be a fucking kind of mindless and grindy and oh well we need more characters there's not that many characters in Breath of the Wild so we gotta fucking tie in these guys from the 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 present I guess just like does Link have any connection to the present day champions then because like it's just still like I'm just a regular regular oh they don't know who he is I I think I'm pretty sure they just don't know who he is at that point or knows they they would know who he is he just wouldn't know who they are the the fuck up yeah like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just These questions it's only matter if we're talking about a singular block universe without any uh, inflationary properties. Thank mm. you, Brendan. You just you just killed you killed everybody. Everybody. No, I, I, my exploding. brain's exploding. I'm gonna say we're not smart. I'm not <laughs> smart. No. It, it, you see, now you got to dumb it down to my level. It's Dragon Ball time travel where you go back and time doesn't only, matter. These right. questions only matter right. if. We're dealing with a singular timeline universe where things cannot be undone from the past slash future and right. where there are no alternative timelines that would branch off. Exactly. So the trucks so the trucks universe where trucks oh goes back in time and shit still no. like cause, no because Trucks stop more than one fucking book, you nerd. (laughs) And it wasn't me. He didn't yell at me about it. What I'm saying is, is that the trunks questions the 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 the, uh, if they're comparable. If ontologically, uh, the Zelda timelines, which we know actually that there are multiple, so we already answered this question. It is more like Dragon Ball. If it's more like Dragon Ball, these questions don't matter because then it's just alternate timelines, and who cares? Right. Exactly. Ta-da. Yeah. (laughs) Look. I'm just saying. I've been thinking about because I bought I bought that. I, I want to buy that still book for the trucks stuff. I, I really do. I didn't. E- even I though think you think it's, it's a bad saga, I think it's a bad. Well, saga. No, the trunks. I, well, the trunks thing is this, is the special, right? That's the TV special. No, no, no. The still book is. Uh, so I have season one, two, and three, which is all through Saiyan Saga and the Frieza Saga. Uh, the new one that just came out mm, like three days ago. Uh, um, is, is yeah, it's all is all the androids and cell. Uh, I maintain the android point is really good. the The first part, cell's introduction, tremendous, amazing. Yeah. One of the greatest introductions. So good. Period. So fucking creepy and so cryptic and horrifying. What's uh, what's trucks and Vegeta get off? Get out of that fucking 
Pie chamber. It is bad. It is bad until until Goku dies. It is bad until yeah. Goku dies. Then it gets really good again. But yeah, uh, it, you didn't it's like not... Final Flash or the we got to say we got to. But I say Goku de- Goku's dead when that happens. Well, no, Final well, Flash. We... No, no, Goku dies like after the Super Saiyan two and you everything. Want, you want to do this? No, no, he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't. Have to, he doesn't. Super Saiyan two, but Final Flash happens when Cell when Cell regenerates himself and kills Trunks. Like he literally regenerates that wasn't himself. Wasn't Final Flash? Like, no, you are misremembering. Final... Final Flash was right after they got out of the time chamber, and uh, it was they went to you know fuck Cell up, and then Vegeta's like, oh, I'll let you absorb eighteen. And then he does, and then there's perfect cell. And then Vegeta's like, "All right, uh, I'm gonna fucking hit you with Final Flash right now." Goku and Gohan were still in the time chamber training to become Super Saiyans and Super Saiyan twos. Oh yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Hey, you're Robert, right. is this normal conversation? It yeah. sure fucking is. <laughs> it is. It actually, it is. I'm no, don't get me wrong. I love Dragon Ball. I could talk for hours. Why are you looking at me but... like I'm the adult in the room? I'm the one with the soundboard here, man. The he, he's, he's poking us with You're sticks. You're the producer. I didn't even bring up Dragon Ball. Look, I man, the, I like, the record straight here. It, I didn't. Kayla's gone. The fucking Dylan. all rules are gone. Yeah. This is chaos. Kayla's not here to actually handle this podcast. Dylan. Yeah. You you're right. You didn't bring it up, but you instant you 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 continued <laughs> I, the discussion. You could have let it go. You retaliated. You know, it doesn't matter yeah. if you got hit first. You hit back. Exactly. I, I hit him with everything I had. I hit him with the, you know, had my <laughs> dad spirit rule power me up. Was or was not dead. So Dylan is a known quantity, and his quantity is Dragon Ball. So exactly. <laughs> yeah, I like all anime. I like all anime. I like more than just Dragon Ball. I'll, I'll talk about my hero. I'm reading the manga. I'm, Two animes! Wow! Hey, that's a big step from one. That's, that's literally more twice than, yeah, as many. That's more than a lot of people. It's twice as many. And I've also seen plenty of animes, sir. You're not going to gatekeep me today. You're not. Oh, no gatekeeping. I, I, I keep I, the I, gate I, open. I'm afraid to see whoever you want to be. You're the guest. I want more people. No, I want more people to watch. I want more people to watch anime. I told you, I've given you number of anime to watch. I'm not a huge fan of Jujutsu Kaisen as a whole, but you should watch it. It's beautiful. It's a great looking anime. Video map is so good. I love them so much. Uh, you oh, should also watch the Dragon Quest anime. That's yes, 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 yeah. yes. Dragon yes, Quest that's... is so good. Um, I'm, I'm <laughs> going to say again, all you guys should be watching the Digimon anime, which is tremendous. I'm very upset. None of you have seen it. <laughs> Total it I'm waiting. I'm going to binge it when it's all complete, but it's like going to be like 60 yeah. episodes. So I'm just waiting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then what was the other thing? Oh, Chainsaw Man comes out next year. And that's going to fucking kick ass. Chainsaw Man's going to be the one. As soon as that series started and it got to like three volumes, I was like, okay, this is a hit. It's going to last. And I swear to God, if this gets an anime, it's got to be Studio Mappa. Fuck yes, Studio Mappa is in. Good and then I was man. like, I was like, yes. if it's not going to be Masaaki Yuasa that does this direction, I don't know who they get, but he's got to be on the same level as him. Like, if we don't get someone who can do something like Devil Man Cry Baby, it's just going to be. I don't know who Waste they could put. I don't know who they could put on that show, but they've got to get somebody good. Ugh. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be, can't wait. It's Literally so can't wait. Uh, uh, go seek out Chainsaw Man. It's, you, it's the wildest thing I've read this year, and it's so good. Yeah, Kurt, did you see somebody said Chainsaw Man's full run because it's ending soon. For people who don't know, yes. it's full run. It is in the time frame of the Hunter Hunter fucking 
uh, the Hunter Hunter height. <sighs> Breaks my heart. Breaks my I, heart. I think Togashi should just finish the story and just be done with it. Or just say, I'm done with this. I don't want him to make, like, I would rather him not make something that's not Half-ass. killing. Then leave it lingering. Yeah. yeah. And then like, let someone else take it over that just doesn't have the same vision and, and scope. Right. Like, yeah. Like the thing with Hunter Hunter, I really like the later after going stuff with Hunter Hunter, except mm-hmm. for the secession art. Like, I think it's getting into the weeds and like, it's just really weird. Like I, I, the Ned beast idea is cool, but it also feels like he, it, every arc, it just seems like he's like, Oh, I've been watching or I've been reading this. Like this bit of media. What if I did my version of this? Right. Like, what like if Amer- I this? <laughs> yeah, like the Amer- arc is like, what if I did Dragon Ball and like did a, a Dragon right. Ball arc, like to the point where Miriam is literally just Cell. It's Cell yeah. and Frieza. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's so and the, good. And the Nen Beast is clearly like JoJo stands. Like, there's no right. way to read it other than that. Um, but yeah, but I mean, the fucking problem is it's still so good that it's like yeah. even if it is just blatant ripping off other ideas it's still like man he's fucking phenomenal with this i can't help it but love it but a lot of those Uh-oh. ideas don't have a lot of other outlets these days to go with i mean yeah i know and i know we were talking about dragon ball yuck 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 but you know that's there's been a dragon ball show on the air in like four years three years like you know those kind of niches are gonna be fit by other series and i hope hunter hunter gets to finish that and you know Come back. What, one of the things, and I, the only reason I've been thinking about because I've been writing something about it because when a YouTube video about Tagashi because he's my favorite creator. One of the things that he does so well is he does take these well-worn tropes, but then uses it to do a critique or commentary on the shonen arc. Like going as a character is probably my favorite shonen character ever because he is literally like. He is just a, a great decent like uh like this the dissection of like what makes a shonen character good, right? Like one of the things that I love about my hero is that there is no really equivalent to Deku because like he's not Naruto. Like Naruto is Bakugo. Like and Sasuke right. is you know, it, like it's there's like, yeah, there. you, you can see that like he it's like almost like my hero is almost like if you took Neville Longbottom from Harry Potter and said the series <laughs> is about him, because it's like this character yeah. you wouldn't think like oh he has greatness to him, and I think that's really cool. And one of the things I love what about Hunter Hunter is kind of the the you know the same thing of like, and, and it is also in Yu Show it's like, what do you define as good or bad? You can't sit here and say hey this is good because like. When God goes off the deep end, God does something that is like literally like evil shit. And he does it out of like, I'm being selfish right now. I don't give a fuck. And gone the whole series, he is portrayed as, oh, he's he's a cute, he's a cute little boy. Look at this little boy. Don't you want to protect this little boy? And multiple times he will say, like, oh no, I'll I mean if this helps like push me forward, I'll I'll do that. Or like another protagonist would be like, "Oh, hey, you can find more about your mom." Oh, I don't want to hear about. I just want to hear about my dad because that's my thing. Like it's such a a good way of looking at it as as a as a main character. And then like Killua, a really good main character. Like how does abuse and you know and everything like go into uh, forming a main character? It's just like there's so many great character studies that he that he does. I don't like Curtis. Says, I don't mind that he rips things off. Because he's like, oh, I'm going to show like the great thing. Like Korapika, again, someone who's like 
who would be a regular protagonist does awful shit out of revenge and it's not like oh he's right multiple times in the series are like no he actually is fucking shit up because he's wrong because he's going after revenge that way it's such a uh, he's so good agreed 100 <laughs> percent. i don't have anything to add i mean yeah kind i of can't really it. add even less yeah. i mean i can come to my hero stuff yeah it's just been in my it's been in my head because i've been right i, so I really 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 i like i think midoriya more than most people do i think because it's who people doesn't just, like Midoriya? People just think he's a fucking whiner and a bay and a crybaby, and it's like, well, one, he hasn't really done all that that much since like season two, so you're going off old material here. <laughs> and for two, it's just like he's a great character. He's just a good guy, you know, and he's just a normal dude at the end at at, at the uh, core of all this stuff, you know. And he's like, he's not, he's not a uh, himbo. He's not a fucking like Luffy or Goku or Naruto, you know, like obsessed with food. Like he's a fanboy, but. That also, you know, kind of shows his analytical mind and how he's like, you know, very capable of wielding this power and whatnot. Like it, a lot of it's in his head and his fanboyism is a part of his sort of like analytical nature or what have you. I don't know. I just I like to deck you an awful lot. Yeah, I mean, um, My Hero Academia is one of those series like I, I read it weekly and I enjoy it. It just it hasn't have the same hook that other series that have sort of come before it and after it have hooked me in mm -hmm. but there's just something like about i i really like the art style um there's just something about it and it i mean it it came out just at the right time you know i mean superheroes were at their peak and i don't think so much in japan superheroes are that big unless you're looking at something like power power rangers or common rider and things like that um mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. i think it, it really helped reignite the love for that genre in a country that otherwise wouldn't really celebrate it that much Right, but, um, it, it, it's got a lot of influence from just American media as well. I feel like yeah. for, for an anime, I mean, and maybe not just American, but like Western, because I'm going to say like yeah. you know a little bit of Harry Potter in there in terms of like a lot of the setting and just mm -hmm. they even moved to the you know dorm stuff and living on campus or what have you yeah. in, in like the third season even. So like you know having like this sort of boarding school type feel, but they're also mm -hmm. kind of X Men, you know, like right, uh, right, right. these cool powers that are going to develop over the course of the show, and it's like it, yeah. It's, it's a and familiarity that, the best that works Superman well. I've ever heard in my life. Right. Like, yeah. It's something that a better one, <laughs> you know, average Joe who wouldn't ordinarily watch anime can look at this and be like, Oh, well it's about superheroes. I I've seen a ton of those before. Let's see what they're telling. This guy looks like Superman. I'll watch this. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think it's, it, it's got that going well for it, but I don't, I mean, on the subject of anime and I don't know who I'll, if I'll ever get a place to rant about it, but so you guys are familiar with Kimetsu no Yaiba or demon slayer. Yeah. Um, yes. This year, I, I, like every month something comes out about that series that just my head explodes because I cannot understand its popularity. Like it is, <laughs> it's, Me either. It's, it's right now like $300 million behind or 300 million yen behind Spirited Way as being the biggest movie ever in Japan, which is fucking wild to me. But it's like it's broken records every week that it's been out. The, the manga, the last volume sold two point. 5 million copies in its first week, which only one piece has ever done before it. And it's just like, I don't get it. And Hard I'm not say, mad yeah. at it. I'm not mad at it. I'm just bewildered. Cause it's like this series ran for four years. You, you, which you is found very Japan's avatar. Well, no, I Demon guess. Slayer. Demon I, Slayer I don't know. Is, Demon Slayer. Is, is, but cause like everyone, like a lot of people really, really love it. Demon Slayer is fine. It's That's fine. Exactly. 
it's not it's not mind-blowing it's, it's, it's not, not phenomenal it's really it's not a, it's just a, yeah. fa- a fine good one of these shows james yeah. cameron's yeah, like, avatar yeah Oh, I thought yeah, you meant No, God, no. Uh, I, I, I would never too. like disrespect Avatar like that. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's I think that's what the legacy of Demon Slayer will be is like because even reading it, I was like, oh, this ended really quickly. I don't think this is a very satisfying conclusion of this series. Um, but it was still like ent- entertaining, and I loved reading it. And the, obviously, the anime came out uh, two years ago now, maybe last yeah last year I think. And it was yeah, a big last year. Hit. They had the movie come out this year. And like manga sales have just been fucking bonkers. Like it's right. the series just has so much life and I I'm happy for it. Again, not mad at it. Right. I'm right. confused. I'm just I can't get over it. But I'm, I'm I love it. <laughs> cycling kind of back to my hero, that's one of those series where based on what I've heard about where the manga's going and how many more chapters I have to go because I'm reading the manga and I'm, you know, current with the anime or a little further than that. I, I assume it's going to be a show with like fucking eight or nine seasons, but like you could, you could, I think critique some of the finer qualities of things like season four, uh, which had kind of like not a botched production, but not nearly as smooth as it could have been. I think because of that second movie, um, <laughs> well, because, so- you know, took, took a lot of like uh, the, the core animation staff away from the season. There's stuff, there's really compelling stuff in season four. Like the the Mirio fight, just gonna lay it out there. Not gonna say any more about that, other than that it's in fucking credible. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, so the thing is, like with my hero, where it's going to go, it's going to become more of what people think this show is going to be, and I think that might be a direct like analog because of something like um, Demon Slayer, because mm-hmm. it gets way, way, way more actiony. To the point where I was like, after like this last bit, again, not spoiling it because people haven't caught up with the manga. Like, I was like, I I just want them to be at school. (laughs) Like, can we just (laughs) get another, like, just chapter arc? Just them being kids because another general criminal festival arc, please. That is, (laughs) that is like legitimately a great arc. General, general, general criminal graded on me. I was ready for that arc to be over. Like, I get it. I understand its purpose, but it just. I just found it compelling that he was a fuck up, but. Yeah, I don't like, know. There's just something about the the sidekick that he had and like they just stretched out her whole story like too long. And I was just like, oh, my God, I don't care. Just get back to the school festival, please. But, I did yeah, like I the school mean, festival, though. It's a good payoff. Yeah. Good payoff. It's fun. Like, it, that's a fun. Sh- that's a fun series that I think I think, Dylan, you said it. It looks like it is sort of maybe entering its one or two, two more arcs maybe in the the whole series. I could be wrong. I don't know. It it is a cash cow, so maybe they won't they won't let it end. But I just don't know where else it can go from here. That it could be spanning much more than three or four years. I don't know. Well, they said so. There's always supposed to be two movies, but Higashi's like, oh, we're going to do another one. Well, and I the think- last one made a shit ton of money, so right, exactly. <laughs> But all these movies are his like are his, his filled ideas. Well, it's his filled ideas for the for the for the anime. Like he literally stated, he's like, "Yeah, I wanted to put this in the manga, but it just was it wasn't going to be." Like that second movie probably would have been the ending of my hero if he had his druthers about it. And if I look at it like his previous series, but I don't. Yeah. I I do. I agree with Curtis. I think it's like two or three arcs, maybe. Like this was everything that they set up in that world. A lot of the big questions have been answered. <laughs> um, so like, 
That's what I'm hey, saying. Hey, they're going to bore to that shit. And they're going to hey, age up the fucking, fucking airy and the, the. That's true. We haven't. It, it, no. it, we haven't had a time skip. So that's if, what I'm they are gonna, if they do a time skip, then yeah, it'll probably get a few more years behind it. But yeah. um, I don't think it. I don't think every series needs a time skip, and I don't think this particular series needs one. So I think if they wrap it up in the next couple of years, that's totally fine. It'll be 500 chapters, and it'll be, you know, enough. Yeah, I don't. It's not, wanna, it's not one piece. And, and like one piece, is, one piece, one thousand. One piece is one thousand. Here's the the fucked up thing about one piece. It's really good. I just can't tell people. Like I tell people all the time now. I was like, hey, what kind of story do you like? And I'll give you an arc of one piece. And if you want to read more, you can. But here's what you have in. Even if you want to be like, oh, I want to be current. Where is that? Just just read Wano because a lot of the backstory stuff they will explain it. But Oda, it just seems like Oda. What he does is. He does an arc. He's like, I want to write a brand new manga with the characters I have. <laughs> yep. And I'm going to do that. Like, yep. literally, Thriller Bark is a horror manga <laughs> that he was just like, and also the One Piece characters are here. And it's yeah. we're going to introduce things like Luffy turning into a giant orc, and then we never talk <laughs> about it ever again. Nope. <laughs> it's like, it, it, it's, yeah. but the, I, I don't know if every story can be One Piece. And that's the thing, like certainly yeah. not. It certainly doesn't need to be. I mean, there's some there's even shonen shows that like realize they can just put a bow in it and like not keep pushing it, pushing it. And, like, you know, they didn't try and make seven hundred episodes of my of Full Metal Alchemist. I mean, I guess they kind of did for the original. Yeah. I get right. No, but, that was fifty and then sixty four for the remake. So it's right. uh, it's even less than. So yeah, they yeah. I mean they didn't really milk that cash cow. Right. Well, and the, and the, and the yeah. remake was really just like, oh, hey, we want to make it closer to right. the yeah. actual, manga. you know, manga. Yeah. And, which, which, which is was one like, of the first instances of, of the manga ending like right before, like literally the, the manga, the final chapter of the manga, because it was a monthly series. Right. Like, released like a month before the finale of the series. So like, you know, those creators were like oh we get to see how the series ends Ooh. like well before everyone else so it's just right. like you know they were having fun with it but like it, at that time that was incredibly uncommon for a series to get that close to its canon material and actually get to finish without going into filler territory or you know ending for a couple of years and coming mm -hmm. back to finish the story so yeah which is why i'm like i'm very interested so ne next year is the shaman king remake and I'm extremely mm. interested by that because Shaman King was one with a show like I would watch it on Fox, the Fox box Oof. with my little brother. Uh, it's not a great dub. A lot of his uh, media or a lot of four kids, uh, four kids. Anime aren't great. <laughs> but that, the anime is also kind of. not the anime is also not that great. Like like that old like the like the early 2000s version of Shaman King wasn't that great. But like Curtis said, like they finished it before it was done mm -hmm. and there was a lot of like, there's a lot of stuff they didn't do with yo that they should have done. So I'm very interested now that that's done and it's been out of circulation for almost 10 years now. Like, how do you go back and tell that story? How do you make it relevant? How do you make it look good? Cause like fucking demon slayer is coming back. <laughs> like, so you, it, it can't look Ugh. worse than demon slayer, you know? Right. And, and so that's going to be very interesting to see that. But like, I, I don't, I don't know, like you said, you could end up you either end up especially with some of those series like Soul Eater is another one. Soul Eater's anime wildly diverges from what the manga was. And I don't even think the manga mm -hmm. ended. Like the manga, like they were just like, Okay, we're gonna stop and now we're gonna do Soul Eater Not, which is like, Hey, do you wanna see the regular kids 
in this <laughs> in this school go through stuff? And I was like, yes, I actually do. Put a fucking awesome Agadayo ass like slice of life anime <laughs> in this world with like meisters who aren't like, oh, we're gonna go kill everybody's right. like no, we're just regular we're just regular like, ass. Yeah, kids. they're just they're still learning the tra- the tricks and everything. Right. Um, yeah. My anime's weird in the last ten years, so much has changed just in terms of production, like it it used to be so long ago. Sort of, I think my my, my hero academia is probably one of the few uh, holdouts of the old style of anime production. Of you know, you have it once a year, and then takes a break, and then comes back in a year and a half back or so. Year, yeah, yeah, continues. Um, but now it looks like production companies are a little bit more careful about when they start production on anime to make sure that there's enough time, so they don't have to have staggered schedules like that. Um, and a lot of, a lot more original anime have been coming out as well. It's a sort of, I guess, a system that, um, uh, holdover between seasons. I'm not sure. Um, anime is wild, man. I love it, <laughs> but it yeah. is wild. Yeah. I, lot, I, like what, what I think is really cool now or a little different is just like the preference now of like the light novel animes as opposed to the manga anime like yeah oh i'm man, totally I, over isekais i don't care about them anymore i i will i, I will watch uh re-zero, re-zero. Or, hey, yeah that is the only it's, isekai the i only care one. about that's the oh, only that one i care about and uh log horizon are the only two like isekais that i kind of cared out in and log horizon's kind of on the fringe because it's more like uh dot hack sign and sort of sort on online Sorry, where sort it's, it's more like mmo rpg style but um still super solid um, but yeah, I don't, the isekai stuff is just, I don't care. <laughs> it's just not for me, but I'm glad people like it. I wouldn't take it away from anybody, but no, certainly not. Away from me. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's, there's that kind of stuff these days. Like I'm not super into fire force. Everything I f- see about the fire force. I'm just kind of like, mm, like, I, I get it, but it's just yeah. kinda not for me. And I, I'm totally fine with people liking it, man. It's whatever. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's how I feel about SAO. I, 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 I vehemently hate a lot doing SAO, but you know, if people like it, go right ahead. That's totally your right to enjoy SAO. It's just it's super not for me. Yeah. Take it from a person who watched Dragon Ball Super in Japanese all the way through. I, I, I told you from the jump. I told you from the jump. No, no, hey, I told I'm, you from I'm the jump. Defend, uh, Dragon Ball Super Defenders, and you know what? Curtis is the only person on the internet who would probably back me up on this. It's passable fine whatever it's junk food it's it's exactly fun it's it's the same since we're gonna go back to games because i don't know how the fuck we got off topic of video games how that happened Um, (laughs) it's the it's the valhalla it's the assassin's creed of anime if that makes sense and it's not that there's a groan i'm not saying it's bad i'm just saying it's like dylan said it's junk food it's safe it's something that's familiar it's something that you can sink your teeth into but doesn't really require too much you know mental strain it doesn't really require too much attention it's just popcorn it's filler and that's totally fine and it's if that's what you like that's what you like it's Hells, yeah see now there it, it is yeah i'll take and, that but i mean super has a lot to dislike about it especially oh, yeah. coming from a long time dragon ball fan but it's still like going back through it earlier this year. I was like, you know what? This isn't that bad. It's totally entertaining. I, I think if they would have kept the production quality of the universe survival arcs from either from the beginning or keep going from there, I think it would have had a, like a much warmer reception because by the time you got to the universe survival arc, they had different like 
uh, key art to draw from. They had different, like, an entirely different production schedule for the Universe Survival art compared to all the fucking other ones that right. I really wish would have panned out long term. But I think, I think, I think that's, I think Toei could not actually just keep it, keep it on the rails because they were. They were so crunched and so fucking Absolutely. worked to yeah, death. Yeah, I, I think it's most of Super, and that's actually pretty yeah. unforgivable. Well, I think it's I think it's more of like a studio. I think it was like I think it was more of like an animation studio problem because like that was the same problem like when that Super animation stuff. And then we'll go to Valhalla. I'm so sorry to present this, but no, that was the same. same. That was the same problem with Crystal. With Sailor Moon Crystal, a show I don't hate actually. I think it's fine, but Sailor Moon Crystal. Like that quality dropped, and when it mm-hmm. dropped, it was like a a, a log. It was just like, yeah. no, this just looks bad. And I think it was just like a. I think it was That's an super started problem. from though. So it's it's frustrating that it started that way, and then it started to improve. But all the people who you know when it was were oh, it's a new Dragon Ball show. I'll watch. Probably right. fell off by the time they saw. It, just like oh man, this they're literally retelling arcs we've already seen, uh, mm-hmm. drawn out. <laughs> with just like a lot more uh, you want to see go tanks fight beer yeah i wanted to see that sure yeah and uh, with like, much worse animation so it's with, just like yeah, okay maybe i'll come back in a couple of years <laughs> and that's i i think that's what a lot of people honestly did because by the time you got to the goku black stuff which is a whole other can of worms for a different reason the show i feel like was at least competent i was at least enjoying the ride if nothing fucking else by the time it got to goku black stuff because that arc starts very interesting very fucking good very interesting uh and also very quickly at, at, at about the halfway point fucking nose dives i think after yeah, the well, third yeah. time they go back yeah. in time something yeah. like that and goku just... just forgets the mafuba seal because he's an <laughs> idiot and that's the joke uh i guess uh, sure it's, yeah it's, it's it's always my issue with a lot of time travel stuff is it just gets convoluted, unnecessarily convoluted, and like just three like, Zamasus or something. Exactly, like, it is just. It was like, already okay. com- it was already complicated in the cell arc. Like it yeah. already didn't make sense in cell. Right. Just, then just so make we'll it worse. do it again and make it worse. Yeah, anyway. yeah let's do it again. We'll, we'll, we'll make a bleach <laughs> villain be their fucking anime villain of the, of the, of the saga. Hey, it's fine. They got to do the thing that they they got to do the thing they wanted to do. Well, Kiritama got to do the thing he wanted to do, which was fix. Fucking Trunks's hair. <laughs> um, <because> like, <laughs> no, like more Vegito merchandise. Let's not forget yeah. that. That's true. Because well, like no, because the like canonically, <laughs> uh, Trunks is supposed to have blue hair and Bulma's supposed to have purple. I don't know why they changed it. I have no idea why they changed it. But like canonically, Bulma's hair is purple uh, in his work. I have no idea why they flipped that. That's just. What are those things? Well, uh, yeah, at least you got Trunks back, and he got like three power ups, and he got he got a spirit bomb for his sword. <laughs> <It's a dumb laughs> oh god! And then he t- and then the bad guy turns into the universe, and the universe has to be destroyed. What a fun! What a dragon Trunks, right? You know, everybody loves fan favorite. Uh, can we please talk about Assassin's Creed. I, I, I want the magic stick. <laughs> Oh, Curtis, you've been playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla. <laughs> yes. What a transition. How did you know? Uh, thank you for asking. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I picked it up uh, just a bit after launch, around launch. And uh, I think I'm, I'm currently playing as we speak. Um, it's an Assassin's Creed game. So if you know what that means, you know what that means. I'm not going to sell you on this game. You don't need me to sell you on this game. Mm. Um, but at the same time, if you haven't played an Assassin's Creed, I think it can be a worthwhile first entry. Or if you haven't played in a while, like me, it's uh, 
it's interesting. It, it has obviously all the same Assassin's Creed mechanics that we know, but it's in a different setting. It seems like the Templar stuff is almost completely non important or, or, or something or anything that's really needed to be uh talked You're talking about like the, like the grand plot kind of thing. The the present yeah. day stuff. Yeah, I think all the narrative the, I mean, I haven't played really since Assassin's Creed Two. Oh wow! So I don't, I don't even know really where the story has gone. You but like I don't jumped over like ten been, entries in the series, practically. I don't have time for that. Who has right. time for that? I don't know. Like it's just, it's so much. But uh, I mean, it's it's fun. Like my my favorite thing to do is really just explore. And it it's mm-hmm. and my friend put it. We were my friends and I were talking about it earlier, and like they were like how have you put 50 hours into this game and you have all these criticisms about it? And at the same time, it's like, cause it's fun. It's just, it's light. It's, it's something that I can play and put on in the back. I could put something else on in the background and I'm not missing anything. Like this isn't anything that you can veg out with it. Oh yeah. You can can lose a week into it. Oh yeah, totally. Exactly. Um, And that's all it is. And so, I mean, I I can't be mad at it for that. It's totally, it's totally fine. And it, it does its job. Um, I don't think it's a game changer. I don't think it's award winning. <laughs> Not the first fucking matter anyway, but it's just it's a game that is made every year, every two years. It's competent. It's not bad. Um, but I mean the setting's fun because it's finally out of the Italian and the European stuff. And it well, it's still in European stuff, but you know, it's not the Italian Southern Europe. It's like stuff. Northern England, right? Yeah, it starts off in like, you know, Norse era, Norway, takes you to England and things like that. Um but yeah, it's just it's it's a different world than we than we've seen in the Assassin's Creed. Similar to Origins was Egypt and Odyssey was Greek. Mm-hmm. So um it's I guess similar to Travis, you know, Ubisoft is the Oda and they're just trying to tell a different story in a familiar franchise. And that's what I've always seen the last few Assassin's Creeds is they want to tell an original story or original IP but it won't sell as well as Assassin's Creed because it's such a familiar brand. So they make it seemingly a little bit about Assassin's Creed, sort of slap the name on it. Right. But it's, it's mostly a standalone mm-hmm. game. It's not something that you really need to play everything else to fully get. Right. So anyway. Brendan, have you been playing anything? You've been gone for a while. <laughs> yeah, I'm not just saying quiet. like in, in, in this podcast, but just in general. Yeah, it's been a few episodes, hasn't it? Um, yeah, um, I got one of those. <laughs> Newfangled PlayStation Fives. Oh, oh you're the, the one. The one guy <laughs> yeah. on the show, and the one this guy. Thing is like, it's like the whole the 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 last what is like three or four weeks that I haven't been able to make it. Uh, I've been like, wow, uh, I could have been talking about all, all. Anyway, so I got a PlayStation Five in that amount of time, and beat Demon Souls, um, oh, and nice. um, and the Pathless. So you know. That's what I've been playing. You're out of PS5 games now. Congrats. Yeah. I mean, no, I mean, you can like you, you can got Miles Morales. You can be the only person that had like on this podcast, you won't get here that could actually play Cyberpunk in a work workable <laughs> fashion. You know, right? Yeah. If I if I gave a shit. Uh, <laughs> oh. Do you guys have any fun questions you want to ask me about the PlayStation Five? I'll answer all your questions right here, right now. Let's go. Um. Um. Is it worth the five hundred dollars that it is right now? Um, I think it's subjective. Well, that's a hard one because yeah, yeah like, um, the, the SSD really makes a good pitch here. Noticeable like, difference. Yes. It's 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 a big yes. flashy item that you can. The cool it, it's a neat party trick, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, 
the coolest thing about the PlayStation 5, other than the controller, which is truly amazing, like it feels great. The buttons are great. Um, the haptic feedback is really nice, and the mm. like dynamic trigger pressure. Um, it's just really cool. Like the in Astro's, uh, whatever it's called. I only yeah, played it a little bit. Was it or? Yeah, that one. Um, like one of the earliest things that you do. Um, is like you crush you play like a basically a, a, a like a slot machine that spits out these little balls that you break open and get like coins and stuff um you have to like pull the trigger down with more and more pressure as it as you're as you press down and then it gives about halfway through and it feels like you're actually breaking through um this little orb that you're crushing so uh that's cool and there's a lot of stuff like that in um in several of the games. I heard there's something um, that don't make Cry 5, which I'll get to later, but yeah. uh, the haptic triggers, like Nero's sword has the, it's like a motorcycle engine or whatever looking thing where you rev the engine, mm. uh, uses the haptic triggers where you would normally have to look at it to see when you want to do the timing, but you can actually feel out the timing more. It's pretty cool. It's So, yeah, that, that stuff's really cool, but my absolute favorite thing about the PlayStation 5 is how fast everything is so not only does like i i mean i installed demon souls and had it up and running and playing within like eight minutes you know and i have the disc copy of it but like i at the same time i had like it took 22 minutes for me to pull my my playstation 4 games over to the sony hardware and then (laughs) and then but the thing is is that here's the thing 22 minutes to pull every game that I had installed on that hard drive over Wi-Fi, where it takes like 18 hours to download what like yep. monster hunter it's like, it's an amazing increase. And then like, uh, to, to, or I should say decrease in time. Um, and like, I, so then at the same time I was downloading a bunch of other games of downloading Yakuza and some other games that didn't have installed on my, on my PlayStation four onto the PS five. And that took like an hour. You know, I was playing Demon Souls the whole time in the background. It, 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 there's a, there's a thing that you can do with the menus, right? So they talked a lot about the. Uh, it kind of has like a, a a guide of sorts, like or like a checklist of things you can do, and it's a system level checklist. So um, in Demon Souls, each the game is split into five different worlds, kind of like almost like a Mario. Like there's one, one, two, one, two, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it lists the um from the main PlayStation Five menu. It lists where you are, like the most recent uh, bonfire equivalent in this game. Um, uh, that they're called archstones. So the most recent archstone that you've acquired in each level, uh, in it, and you can like literally from the PlayStation Five menu, menu just be like, oh, you know what? Um, I, I'm playing Yakuza right now, but I just realized how to change my build so I can take out this boss hit the menu button, press that level uh, from the from the PlayStation 5 menu, and in like 15 seconds, you've loaded into the game all the way through and are playing that that level it, it, in no time. It's ridiculously no, fast. Beyond noticeable. Like it's, I, yeah. yeah. It makes it hard to go back in a yeah. way. And I, I, I mentioned it before, but like it, it, it fulfills the promise of the suspend um, or, or, yeah. or like the, the suspend mode on the original Xbox One. Where yeah. you can just swap between games and different media, and it's like, no, that didn't really work that well before. But it, and the it, it series X, the series X, by all accounts, does it even better because you not only can you do that, like that, load in really fast. You can be playing Gears of War, right, and then you can swap over 
and be playing Halo. But instead of like the PlayStation 5, it basically, if you switch between games like that, um, you'll be taken back to the start screen or to wherever you're specifically saying you want to load into, like in Demon's Souls case. Whereas uh, the Series X, it just pauses where you are in Gears of War while you go play Halo and then you can swap back and forth and whatever. Like, So you can be like loading into multiplayer maps in one game, playing a different game, jump back in the other. It's really cool. The Series X uh, version of it is really cool. I hope that the PlayStation 5 gets up to that, but just where the PlayStation 5 is now is awesome. Like the system level stuff, it's it's a it's all the stuff that you don't think about, and I mean, Demon Souls looks incredible, absolutely incredible, yeah. and the 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 just running it at a high frame rate consistently the whole time is is really cool. Um, I actually loaded up uh, Demon or Dark Souls three. Um, just to see how the enhancements are. And like that runs at 60 as well, but just the, the graphical quality is not as high. And another thing that's impressive is how good the games sound on the PlayStation mm-hmm. 5. Every single game has 3D audio, regardless of, of whatever. It has system level 3D audio. So you can have like, just like a, a regular old pair of um, like, you know, $10 earbuds, plug that into your into the DualSense controller. All of a sudden, the the hardware and the PS five is uh, simulating very well uh, a virtual surround sound environment. So you don't even have to have like I have, cause back when I was working at digital trends, several like surround sound uh, gaming headsets with virtual surround sound built in this, the ones I'm wearing right now, in fact, um, yeah, I, I don't even need to use the like breakout um, mixer box for it. I just plug it into the dual, the dual sense and it works better. That's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, it's really cool. And that, that was something that I didn't think about, you know? Like, okay, yeah, Demon Souls. I'm a huge Souls fan. It looks incredible. Like, the graphical upgrades are great. Um, I'll go on record and say that I think that this is the best version of Demon Souls, obviously. Like, I, I think there's some purists out there, but um, the fact that there's, like... Majora's Mask level of purity. Well, the, the, the purity seems more in line with, like, all oh, the fonts kind of wrong, the, the enemy design is, yeah. is overly designed. Like, real, like, more and, minor stuff. Yeah, and I mean, some of the enemy design was really scaled back right after the first trailer was shown off. There was a couple of bosses that people were like, I, I, I don't like this redesign. So Bluepoint was like, all right, here. We, oh, fuck with it again. We went back. Um, the, like, little additional stuff that Bluepoint added is really cool there's a whole mirror mode that you can unlock and the mirror mode has a bunch of extra hidden items that never existed in the original game um and a bunch of secrets that unlock cool little things that like you can get the penetrator is this really uh iconic boss from demon souls you can get his armor now in the fractured world by doing this really long and in-depth uh quest line it's uh, that people people were like really excited about it and it was kind of for about like the first week or two people were trying to figure out how to unlock this door and i won't spoil how it happens it's not it's not really that uh it's not really that impressive but it was just cool that <laughs> demon souls a game that's whatever however many like 15 years now something no yeah. no, no 10 like 10 2011 um, or... yeah it's almost 10 years old that you know everyone knows it like if if you're a Souls fan and you had a PS3, you know it really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it still it has some surprises. It's really good. The thing about Demon Souls, though, um, that they didn't change is they didn't change any of the AI. Um, and Actually, Demon Souls is a game that if you have a a decently 
thought out character build and you're patient and you you manage your equipment load so that you can do like you can roll away fast um you can one shot most of those bosses if you mm-hmm. go slow um cuz most of them are are gimmick bosses so like um or they're or they're like straight up puzzle trick bosses like like a zelda boss almost where like you're using the arena to deal damage to mm-hmm. um a boss and you're not really fighting it one on one like you might deal the last two or three blows um just to take out the last of the health or whatever but uh so demon souls and i actually think that that's something that i've always been kind of disappointed that dark souls and other games never really went back to they really doubled down on the be really good at this fight this extremely uh fast and difficult ai uh whereas demon souls is like think about this figure out the puzzle and you'll beat it mm-hmm. um so you can get through this game really fast it's not it's still challenging. It's a Souls game. You're going to run into, you know, rooms that are challenging and enemies that sneak up on you and There's whatnot. But nearly a decade of experience in the Soulsborne games <laughs> right. behind you here. Yeah, yeah. And even if you don't have that, I would think I would say that the, just the amount of of stuff that exists out there about Demon Souls and just what that game is, it's probably the it's still the most accessible. So I would think that if anyone is getting a PlayStation Five and they are on the fence about getting demon souls like that looks cool um but you've heard that oh it's such a difficult series and what blue point added in a lot of little quality of life stuff you know what every item does for the most part um and there are so many guides out there that if you do run into issues um mostly in the in the swamp areas because that it's always swamp areas that uh <laughs> where, where dark souls gets brutal but um yeah. Yeah. So I yeah, I it's good. I, I, I yeah, the, the quality of the life improvements is, is, is like like like, it, like you're you're making the argument like 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 I would with um um new, newer Yakuza games where Yakuza yeah. Kwame 2 um that's on the Dragon Engine it improved its its combat by adding adding melee to it but it's still like fairly basic and gets you into the series without needing to go through all the um the PS3 um jank about it mm-hmm. where it's like there's a lot of loading there's a lot of things i was like well why didn't they just do this instead and so it's like yeah we did it in the dragon engine that's we made it <laughs> better here and instead of i don't know like like parsing through a bunch of menus that you have to go through and you know like right. having a bunch of load lo- loading done <laughs> it's just like 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 real unnecessary stuff that it just like halts you um it's it's fixed in in, in, the, in the um kawami games there um but yeah, it's it's really interesting because like I've always wanted to maybe dabble in Soulsborne games, but it's it's a, it's, a, it's a lot like JRPGs where, where it's like just it's a genre I just didn't want to mess with because like I, I I know like I I don't want to go full bore into it because like right. it, it it does it doesn't feel like it's for me because it's either I need to do it as a gimmick or it's just I I'm gonna have a bad time and I don't play I don't play video <laughs> games to have a bad time. I can yeah. think of uh, a couple games that are in like the Souls like yeah. uh, catalog that are not necessarily a full on Demon Souls or Dark Souls that maybe you would like. Ashen is the first one that comes to mind because mm-hmm. um, it's it's it has like quest markers and uh, it's it's story as much as it draws from like the air of mystery and whatever. It's entirely scrutable. You know what's going on. You know who like. 
it's it still feels like cool and mythical and and yeah. there's you know dark stuff and whatever it yeah th- th- it's cool. there's there's a reason when i was playing a bunch of the yakuza games i was playing on normal and not hard or legend um because mm-hmm. like you, you can you can turn like turn turn that into like like oh gosh i gotta be patient i gotta you know be 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 <laughs> I, I gotta wait for 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 my attacks here. I, I can't just be like, oh, I got hit. Okay, whatever. Just just like mash, 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 mash. Right. Yeah. And that's. I. I mean, that's. I think why. I mean, that's why I just like the Souls games because I like the the combat. It's mm-hmm. not. I mean, I like the world and I like the the general sense of discovery and all that stuff. You know, they are basically it Zelda or into a mindset. Yeah. Right, but it does exactly. It's the mindset that I go in, and it's funny because, like, I was also playing. I mentioned it earlier, the Pathless at the same time, and the Pathless is, you know, it's it's got that like that beautiful indie game that's like that vibe that's like Journey or, um, uh, I mean, that's basically Absu? the best Abzu. <laughs> the the yeah, previous exactly. game, the, the developers of the Pathless, yeah. Um, it has all of that quality to it but it's basically a 3d platformer like this is banjo and kazooie like you literally have a don't do this have a you literally have a uh, a bird helper who's like don't you do know this. You fly. but here's the thing about that game that's really cool um is it it reminds me of dark souls in that you're constantly having to like make a decision as to what you're doing when you're moving around because the way you move around is you aim at these little like targets um and you shoot your bow it hits the target and it like boosts you forward so there's a lot of just moment to moment decision making mm-hmm. um and i really like that uh you should play the pathless rob you really i, I think you would like it i'll put it on the um, list for it, 2021 because I, I i still like i'm one of those people who, who liked liked abzu more than journey um okay mm, yeah mm. Yeah, this is this is like those games, but if they were if they were unabashedly 3D platformers. Oh, damn it! <laughs> Stop it! You but instead it. of instead of jumping, you're doing like gliding and uh, I, I'm t- trying to. You know what it reminds me of? Remember in Shadow of Mordor, where you run at the little like uh, ledges and and yeah. pieces of debris, and you like you vault over it, and then you get a boost and you run faster. Uh-huh. It's that. But the whole, that's all of it. So, like, you are just flying through. And the sense of speed is really, sh- is, it's great. And, like, the the um, the targeting, like, is it's auto-aimed just enough so that you won't miss if you hold the trigger down long enough. But you still have such a tight window of time that you, you still feel you like you're, like... You got me gliding, okay? You know, like, yeah. It's, it's just, 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 ugh, damn it. It's great. You should play okay. it. It's on. It's, on, it's like it's, a it's, bunch it's of on stuff, my list so. for 2021 here. That and Dragon Quest. Yes, yes. That's <laughs> yeah, like I said, January, Speaking February. Which, we'll get Dragon there. Quest. We'll get there. Uh, we. I'm not going to talk about it very much because I, I I've been uh, going on for a minute here. But um, I just had the detective dude join my party. Adachi. Mm-hmm. And when he joins your party, it does the exact same thing that every Dragon Quest does when a new character joins your party. And I was like, cause I'll be honest, I was playing it. And I was like, I, you know, I see it. I get it. I'm not really one for like super modern day settings, but I like these characters. I like what's going on here. And then it did that. And I went, okay. Oh fuck. Yeah. You pulled me in. I got, I, I got it. So trust me. Like, like someone who, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Like, 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 I, I've been I've been saying this, beating this drum. Like it, it does get better. 
Um, once you hit Chapter 5, it really opens up. Um, add add uh, Saiko to your party. Um, and then it reaches a point where it's like, you gotta grind. And it's gonna be painful. It's gonna hurt. I'm at that point, and I, you know, pu- pu- put it down for like a week. So, go ahead, Curtis. Sorry. Well, I'm fine with Curtis, so. No, I'm just gonna say, um, so, I, I mean, I know, Robert, you specifically are, are head over hills for Like a Dragon. Um, and I'm not exactly the biggest Yakuza player. I think I've played one, and that's about the end of the list. Um, the thing with Like a Dragon, is it named Sega? Because I know it's Sega, so it's not a Square Enix game. Um, but is it is it Like a Dragon sort of a pun on that it's similar to Dragon Quest games? Or is it more All just because there's a character? Okay. So oh, there's so, 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 so Ryu Gaga Gotoku or whatever it's actually called, the series yes, in, in Japan right. is called Like a Dragon. And this is Like okay. a Dragon 7. Um, gotcha. Some other subtitle, gotcha. so it's it's a play on that on top of like a like a dragon like like a Dragon Quest because he he's obsessed with dra- Dragon Quest. It, it, like I I heard Ben Ben Pack like tweet out and say like this is like what if Matt Hazard worked kind of thing like like oh, this this this, this, like, like, this like it, it is like very self aware as in like. <laughs> Where, where like the main character just imagines it's like oh yeah this is like a JRPG battle and, and, and like the, and another character that says like oh this is that why you let people hit you it's like I guess so <laughs> yeah so like it, it, it does like that, that, that um, quasi fourth wall breaking where, where you pull a, a a random bat out out of the um out of the sidewalk and that's your magic sword slash bats um gotcha. like it, it's 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 very it's tongue in cheek. Tongue in cheek, and um, it, it not 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 entirely that meta, but like there, there's a lot of like uh, like el- elbow poking jokes in there. Um, gotcha. D- Dylan mentioned the the, the uh, Sujadex, the the um, list of like enemies <laughs> the, that are that are basically parody. just just poke Pokemon. We can see like oh, this is the the, the <laughs> level one version of this, and then then it evolves into um, something even more. Elaborates, or it's the same like enemy design and um, attacks, but but um, there's more like bells and whistles on, on their actual um, character. You'd oh, think it'd be old and hokey very quickly, but it actually isn't. It actually, I find it it works pretty fucking well. It's pretty funny. You're yeah, talking and, about Dragon Quest Five, the game that Pokemon ripped off. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Uh, why would you say something to make me mad? Because <laughs> it's why? true. It's literally yeah. true. Why would you say something? Oh to my god. It's a monster we- <laughs> hunting and taming game that came before Pokemon. That Pokemon directly, like the the creators have talked about how they were inspired by Dragon Quest Five. Come on, guys! Yeah, this, is, this is completely fair because I, I usually come in here and and shit on Metroid, so I I have to be able to take the salts when it happens to me. So it's not wrong, it's it takes a Metroid. So, so it's history. It's so true. You're, what you're saying is you're making the argument of of like like. Like you know how everyone says like oh everything's wrestling now like okay well everything's Dragon Quest now everything like you can no. you can clearly point to no. like oh this is from Dragon Quest this is also no, from Dragon get, Quest don't, no, don't I mean, get me mixed no, up I mean, Tom, don't don't get it mixed up everything's wizardry <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you gotta Quest, dig deeper Dragon Quest is literally the biggest thing in Japan like yeah. there's literally mm. arcs there's arcs in freedom anime like there's an arc in Yu show where they're just like. Oh yeah, I took off school to play Dragon Quest. Like the, it's just Dragon Quest is just like it's just I don't Call even of know Duty. What I don't even think it's called. I think it's bigger than Call of Duty. Like maybe like the old Mortal Kombat, like Mortal Monday stuff. 
Like yeah, I, don't, like, I don't think we've had the American equivalent of Dragon yeah. Quest. Um, Dragon Quest is just Halo, maybe. No, maybe. No, no, I'm, I'm still thinking Halo has the like, staying power. Like Dragon Quest has been 25 years and has always been consistently strong. Like there hasn't been that one video game in that America tanks. that that really well, just also factor like how many Dragon Quest games are there? Is it on an annual release? Do they have a bunch of spin-offs mm-hmm. that, that, that that like yeah, fill right. in that, that annual yeah, gap? They, they don't. Uh, oh, they yo, hey, what are you talking? About? There's like a million I mean, Dragon Quest spin-offs. There's, like, there's right. Dragon Quest builders. There's Dragon yeah, but they don't come out. They don't, they don't come, come out, out right. like on a yearly yeah, release, right. like like yeah. Call of Duty. Like maybe lately they do. They yeah. have in the last five to ten years. They've ran exactly. up Dragon, the Dragon Quest name, but. Since Builders One, I when would say. you know when the Roman numeral game comes out, that's when it's a really big a deal, big for, especially yeah. in Japan. That it's like okay, I think something that would be kind of equivalent, and it died down like as we went to like the 360 era. And I think that's another thing I've been writing about. It's like y'all remember how big Madden was? Like not even like as a joke. Like Madden was fucking Madden huge. release yeah. dates were just Madden 07, were, Madden 08. Yeah, like, I mean it was like. Era? People got like Madden, maybe the NBA game, and then Call of Duty. But like Madden was the game that people waited for mm-hmm. all year. Yeah, that's yeah. all they needed. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, but even still, like that—that that was like an annual release where it's like it just like lowered it, lowered it, and the and lowered the heats of of expectations because like oh yeah, this is just going to be a thing from you know like now until the end of time. There's always going right. to be Call of Duty. There's always going to be Madden, but like there's there's far more energy for a new call of duty right right i don't know if, like you said, if ever dragon, so brief people mm, don't seem like, hot on cold war <laughs> as, like i said yeah. dragon quest just i mean hell dragon quest allowed akira toriyama and like that team to create blue dragon a game that's okay <laughs> and you know, on, the, on the back of like well current trigger i mean that's a different thing but like blue jack was built on the back of like hey you like Dragon Quest? Well, here's one for the Xbox. And it's, it, again, it's, and it's okay. the guy that, And it's the guy that helped create Final Fantasy. Please buy our game. Yeah. And the <laughs> composer. Yeah. yeah. We're also going to make a really bad anime to go with it. Really um, uh, but That's yeah. No, yeah, it is marketing. <laughs> uh, but no, like I said, um, yeah, I mean, I, so I've been playing more of 11. It's good. Um, I, that's the shocker. Brendan was right. If if anybody who if anybody I'm needs that, I'm uh, keeping tabs. Brendan was <laughs> right. Okay, Brendan, go on. Brendan was right. Uh, no, Dragon Quest Eleven is great. Um, it is very much a old school JRPG. But like yeah. having not played, like so that was one of the things. So I'm also writing my Game of the Year stuff because I did Game of the Year, and I um, I have Trials of Mana up really high. Like, it's in my top three of the year. Um, and so, sometimes playing, like, an old-school RPG, but, like, that's been fixed to play in the year 2020, uh-huh. it, like, it is rubbing my nostalgia in a way of, uh-huh. like, it's like, oh, no, I really like this. I just don't want to play like that. Also, like, okay, I did play something. I bought that fucking uh, Fire Emblem thing. And I played it for like two. Yeah, I played it for like two seconds, and I was like, "Oh no, Ooh, this is not the year nineteen. Well, this is not the year nineteen ninety. That game is just slow." And like, I get it. It's an NES game, 
but that's, like that's the exact same vibe I have because I think they just launched today the uh, the Saga yeah uh, Game Boy games yeah, on Switch. Today. And like, just watch. Like, I remember watching the teaser for. It. I was like, "Oh my god, that's so cool!" I've never really played those games, and an old school RPG can scratch an itch. And then I was watching some videos of it earlier, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is just going to be so slow," and I right. don't have the time for this right now. And then there, like, there is a a DS remake of the Saga games um, that is akin to like the the Final Fantasy three and Final Fantasy four games that came out on the DS that people. In Japan, yeah. Uh, um, in Japan, they love them. They love the Saga remakes, but they never came over here. And I'm like, that's a perfect opportunity. Put the put those on the collection. Don't don't make us play the janky old Game Boy Color right. versions or whatever. Let let's get these. Uh, get play these. The, play the one, one that, that can you know get the people most excited and also yeah. appeal to the modern demographic rather than just yeah. nostalgia. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Brendan, yeah, I had yeah. a quick question about PS5 oh, yeah. before. Okay. We stepped too far away. Sure. Uh, was it hard for you to get one? Because I know that's kind of <laughs> the thing right now. Is it's almost impossible to get one unless you just are really lucky. Like, uh, um, I'm just curious. Um. Okay. I saw a link. I clicked okay. it, and then I got. It. And it worked for you. All right. Okay. That was that was on the day that pre-orders were going yeah okay. i think so, you i mean it was like it was like an accident it was wario 64 tweeted like oh hey they're at target and i was like you i i just saw this tweet like pop up on my timeline so and i fun. like yeah like right. literally absent-minded like it, autopilot full autopilot click 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 everything was sla- saved you know for in my browser for checkout stuff went through that was it and it was awesome. like within 15 seconds after that i was seeing people like it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. It's gone. <laughs> well, you, you, you're telling us it's just like, what if I get a PS5? Nah, but what if? Nah. I was like, you're, you're the top yeah. 18 people in like a Fall Guys thing where like you're yeah. just there. Like, you didn't do anything special. Yeah, you just autopilot. And you I don't. I don't have it. any. I didn't have any connections. I didn't do anything special. I just, I just happened ran right the place, course right and didn't die. Yeah. I I don't. It, 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 and it was like up until literally two days before it showed up that I was like, I don't know if it actually went through yeah. because target wasn't, wasn't updating stuff. And it was like right. the day of, it was like, Hey, we're going to ship this to you, but there's not going to be a box. And then they're like, Hey, just kidding. Actually, there is going to be a box. And then it was like, all right, well, when is it going to show up? And it was like, it'll be in like a week and a half. And then it was later <laughs> that afternoon. JK, <laughs> What the fuck? So right on. Cause like, uh, uh because I, I think I'm like, uh, I think uh, similar to the question that was asked earlier, like, should you buy it or is it worth it kind of thing? Like, yeah. I, I mean, aside from Demon's Souls, that's the one that I really wanted to play. But mm-hmm. the more I thought about it, I was like, that's 500 bucks for a game that's, mm-hmm. you know, a remake that's going to be 70 bucks to buy. Is it really worth a five hundred dollars? How often are you going to play your PS4 games, kind of kind of thing? Because like it does like right. enhance PS4 games. That I don't you know. know. I mean, I, I, mean I, I I will say that they do. It's if you didn't, ha- I did not get a PlayStation 4 Pro, right? So Same. now I've got Monster Hunter running at the oh, best man. fidelity. It's you like basically like the PC fidelity. version. Yeah, yeah. You just get PC exactly. fidelity now. That in which, so, man, as somebody who's going to be talking about Monster Hunter in a sec. Oh man, I missed that game. And boy, <laughs> does it need a good console, a good hardware to play on. <laughs> yeah, the one thing I will say that really disappointed me is that uh, 
Final Fantasy uh, 7 remake mm-hmm. as in is still in like 30 to sub 30 FPS yeah. um, because that's just what the engine is at. Um, right. And going from a game that's like game, multiple games that is consistently 60 plus. Tough it looks back. like it looks like trash. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I was I was like, wow, did they did something happen? Was there something wrong with the with this version? Nope, they just didn't. It just doesn't do anything other than if you have a 4K TV, it'll look a little bit better and have HDR. I don't have a 4K TV. I play on computer monitor, so whatever. But um, right. yeah, that they do look better. And so, if you didn't get a PlayStation 4 Pro and you want to see what a lot of these later gen um, PlayStation 4 games look like correctly, hey, <laughs> I mean, the PS5 can do it. Nice. All right. Uh, I was going to give you like a definitive yes or no, or even, you know, just a, a soundbite. I would say you're totally fine with waiting. Right. Um, that, that's my mindset now is like s- do similar to what I did with the PS4 is because I mean, I've got a, I've got a good get PC gaming rig. And at this point, there's no real exclusive outside of Demon's Souls that, you know, is a system seller for me. And I found out how to play Demon's Souls on my PC so I can just feel that. I can fill exactly. that little want desire it's, all I want now. So like, okay, I save 500 bucks and I'll wait for a year or two. The library will have built up and a new model will be coming out and I'll just wait for the new model. So yeah. And even if it doesn't, I will say that even if a new model isn't out in the next year or two, if this is what they're sticking with, it's fine. Like yeah. it's worth it. Like this is, it's a, it's a good console. It's, it's, it's big. Um, right. It's, it's not, it's not as big as I thought it was going to be, but it's still big. Um, and uh, <laughs> and uh, so I would say it's I definitely definitely <laughs> get you. one if you're interested. You. But you can wait to get one until yeah. it's time. Yeah, because I, I I did try to do a couple of the you know Walmart's going to have them up at three o'clock today. Mm-hmm. Get in, and I got a couple of my cart, but I just couldn't get the checkout. And then I just took that as a sign. That I was like, okay, it's just not meant to be. It's, it's just probably wait. just one of those things. You're just like, just wait a year. There's going to be more. Right. Like, like, like yeah. with the Switch. Like, you couldn't get a Switch in 2017. And then 2018 right. ro- rolled in. And so it's like, oh, yeah, we, we just have them. They were it's, everywhere. It's everywhere. Yeah. yeah. But, hey, do you guys remember, like, hunting out? I remember camping out to get the Wii. Like, that was a good yeah. whole year of just like, hmm. I, I heard this one maybe has it. Uh, I'm trying to remember when I bought in on the Wii. I honestly cannot remember i don't know if i was an early adopter or if that was something that came in i feel like i i feel like that was maybe a year later after uh the weed come out that i that i'd bought in but i genuinely cannot remember i so, definitely was a ps3 early adopter like that was in launch windows when i got that but the so Wii must with, have been later yeah with the Wii, i bought that whenever no more heroes came out i remember seeing that and i was like Oh, I want to play that video game. This is made for me. <laughs> yeah, it was literally the main character's name, Travis. And he's a giant <laughs> piece of shit weeb. Like, come on, it's just me. And he likes wrestling. And Do I have a lawsuit against Goichisuda? I'm like, I'm not here. Are you also sitting on toilets to save your, your game in 2007? I mean, I, I did I shit a lot in 2007. Yes, I did. So like, maybe among us hasn't, you know. <laughs> yeah, but no, I mean, like, so yeah, because I got it there. Because I remember buying that. And I remember buying 
Pokemon Battle Revolution, which is the most disappointed I've ever been in a Pokemon game in my life. Aww. I remember getting it. It was like, this is going to be like Stadium. Nope, it was not. It nope. was actually awful. But Travis, uh, have you seen the trees in Sword and Shield? They look <laughs> terrible. How I could fucking, Nintendo I, put laces on I don't know how dare they insult my intelligence. This, you really paid attention to the trees in Sword and Shield. I, I, mean, I fucking sheep, I hate the Pokemon. I hate the Pokemon community so much. But here we are. Uh, I play Pokemon I mean, for the actually, trees. Actually, yeah. Travis, before, before, I want to ask you one quick thing uh, about 11S. Uh, I just want to know where are you roughly uh, like in so far? Like, what was the biggest, most recent story beat that you don't mind? Uh, oh, I'm, I'm still, I'm still very early on. Okay. Uh, cause I've been, yeah, because I've been bouncing back and forth. I spent a whole weekend trying to edit a video that no <laughs> one watched. So, like, uh, uh, that. And also, I know how that feels like, in there. Yeah, but I mean, it, it's like I'm, I'm not doom and gloom about it because I did. Like, I, I think I, like, was saying, I think on Sunday I tweeted, I was like, hey, editing a video is not at all frustrating. And then, like, <laughs> Dan Everick was like, uh, why, why are you doing this? It's like, well, I mean, one, I think it would be really cool to have, like, to have, like, highlight videos of my streams because, like, not everybody can touch it. Uh, and two, it's more that I can learn. And that's kind of like, like, we did, we did uh, PTFGN. No one was reading that, but it helped us become better writers. You know? yeah, uh, it, I mean, it, I still don't know shit about Adobe, but it opened the arm. It opened the doors for me to start messing around with it and learning like, okay, here's the small touches that Premiere can do and things like that. So like, it's, it's a right, gateway. Right. It, it's... As a jaded person, when I learned that all of those Twitch people like, you know, they have like their highlight clips go up the next day, and it's just like, oh man, these guys are working super hard. It's like, no, they have a robber. They have someone yeah. that's really there doing <laughs> all of that for them. So it's like, I'm I, then I'm like, okay, well, they're not so great. You know, they're right. just they're doing their thing, but then they've got 15 people behind them that are in, ensuring the brand exists. Right. And it's really more about like like, can you hire somebody to do it? Do you have a team? Do you right, do, exactly. and, and, and the other thing too is like, like when it comes to stuff that, that no one's going to see, like it's like you, you, like having the mindset of like, well, this is just a spec script. Like if, if you're a writer, you you write spec scripts to show people what you can do. Are any, right. is anyone going to see it, see, see the light of day? Uh, no, but like if, if somebody, if it catches on fire, um, virally, right. then like, oh, right. oh shit. All right, cool. Like I get to do this yeah. thing then. Yeah, and yeah, not to right. take away from those Twitch streamers like that are at the level where they can pay someone to do it. They did start off by themselves, or probably with right. like a very skeleton crew. That like, I mean, the Game Grumps are probably a good example of like they didn't have Ross when they started, or maybe they did, and that was it. So like, right now they have Ross, and they have like a whole team behind them that that helps produce their stuff. But right, um, but Ego Rapper was also like obviously a very talented video person himself, so he, he right. could have done a lot of this stuff. On his own, but you know they got to the level where they could. Well, I mean, even even it. somebody like a Gerard Khalil, you know, completionist has a has a staff, you know, and he right. yeah, because if he didn't, it would probably actually kill him, you know, like. <laughs> no, I mean, like certain, those. those, right. those dude, that guy works too hard. That guy yeah. really yeah. fucking does. So like, it's it's weird because I I know like that's like those are people I know, right? And it's like I do know like 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 Curtis said like I know people who go and Twitch. Like it's weird because like. <laughs> 
in doing stuff, I know a lot more people now, especially like this year, than I would have, right? And then you do see, like, Twitch streaming is very difficult, mm-hmm. and that's just like doing the streaming part, let alone, like you said, like cutting your own videos and editing them and doing all this stuff, and then make sure what rights go through, make sure you have promotion on yourself and everything like that. And mm-hmm. it's a hard, like it's it, it's a hard push. Like I been doing twitch on and off and i just got affiliate this year and like now i'm actually getting to the point where like i have nine ten people in stream which is not a lot when you like for like we think of big streamers but like for a, a small no name streamer yeah that's like, really good numbers for like yeah. just starting out that's yeah. really like, really really good yeah like when i i fought that lionel it just like someone raided the chat and i just had like 15 to like 18 people in there watching me fucking pound my head into the wall fighting this character <laughs> this creature you're not supposed to fight and like it was just like a really good time so like like you said like it, it there's a huge team behind it i just wanted to learn more and i was just like oh i'll, right. I'll go ahead and do it and yeah and it'll all pay off and it'll all be you know you'll be looking back on this one day and you're just like man how did i get here like you know it's like you know as long as you kind of stay humble and, and remember your beginnings and things <laughs> like that it's that's gonna oh, be bigger and down. The we're line. all gonna be like, God damn it! They just, he just fucking like big time this fucking, again. Fucking sell out. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> like I literally, I made my first movie, and the first thing I did was like, Hey, Joe Garcia, come to L.A. and be in my movie. Like I, <laughs> I, 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 I have no interest in selling out. Period. Just oh, because. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I don't. Yeah, know. Come I have on. <laughs> No, I, uh, I definition want the of selling life. out here is a little different. I want the easiest life I could ever have because yeah. I don't want to struggle. No, it's just like <laughs> I, 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 I just think of it like again, like when we were doing PTFGN, I always thought it was really cool. Like mm-hmm. it would have been really cool if that would have blown up, and I'm like, oh shit, this is the site that Travis Foster, you know, spearheaded and blah blah blah. But I thought yeah. it was really cool to give places where you've been and you know you've been in John who wanted to get in like hey here's the place where you guys get a voice and then someone like dylan coming in and be like hey i want to get my voice and then hey, marco like before 13. marco comes in. <laughs> <laughs> but i mean I, I thought that was to me that's what's the cooler thing about doing all this stuff like right. i don't i love like um because we do have guests on life in the pool house and we've had like bigger name guests and we have a really big like really big name guests coming next you know next season but What's like, uh, going to be on your podcast. You heard it here first. <laughs> um, but I had somebody reach out and they were like, uh, oh, you know, hey, I'd love to do your show, but I'm not like this big name person. I, I, I literally said, it's like, I don't care. Can, <laughs> can you can you report a podcast? Can you have a good conversation? And do you like this show? Then I don't care. Like that's to me, that's, that's the barrier. The <laughs> yeah, like I don't I don't want it. Like I said it'd be really cool that I could just do my podcast and stream. And that's my job, yeah. right? Like that'd yeah. be that'd be really cool. But you're, like, you're happier sort of like the background producer rather than the the figurehead. If is that right? Is that sort of kind of yeah. Like I I have Greg Miller tendencies, but I don't want to be Greg Miller. Like that's what I Greg think. Miller like, doesn't I, want to be Greg Miller. I I, I, I can guarantee he <laughs> does it. But I mean, but that's what I mean. Like I, if you put me like if you were like, oh hey Travis, we want you to host this thing. I could do it. Like you could put me in front of something or in front of a camera, and once you get over the fact like it's me in front of a camera, I I would be fine, and I could do it. But like you said, like I would rather see the Dylans or the Roberts or the Brendans. Like I want to see the white guys. I want to see 
Well, no, but I want to see. I want to see. Okay, I want to see the Emmets. Like, I want to see who's yeah. next. That's my. That's my passion. That's the reason why I did PTFGN. That's the reason why, like, I was thinking about, like, hey, we should bring this back and bring in new writers and give them this stuff. And it's the reason why, like, people like Uppercut, like, I love their stuff because that's my passion is seeing, like, hey, who's the next person who's going to make something dope? Because, like, that's what I want to see. I don't, like, yeah. we could have the same fucking five people doing a podcast and we get Carl Moriarty shit down another piece of shit. And it's just, like, that sucks. I want something new. I want something right. expanded on it. Even if it's yeah. not me, I want to be the platform to let those people have a voice and have a exactly a exactly yeah. yeah. No, I I respect Definitely. that. I appreciate it. I think it's great. And I again, yeah. I've stepped away from from a lot of this in the last few years just because you know I did get I guess you could say jaded or turned off, and then like yep, there was just there was a lot about that I was like I don't I just don't want to do this anymore, and and I, I had my fun and. And I feel like the six, I mean, you want to say, yay, success in whatever measure, but like the success I had, I'm happy with. Like I was able to attend PAXs and attend events as press, which is something that I never, ever expected would happen. Right. Uh, and I did get into E3, although I wasn't able to go the year that I was able to get in. But like, that's always like, I mean, that, that checks something off of a list for me as something that I would never think would happen or be able to, to be able to do. And, you know, some people would look at that and be like, Oh, that's, that's your dream. But for me, I don't have a lot of ambition guys. So let me have this. (laughs) I don't, I don't want to be a rock star. I have no musical ability. I'm not a movie star. I don't have any, any goals like that, but like I'm a simple man with simple desires. And that's exactly for me. That's all it is. So yeah. Yeah. I just like doing cool shit with my friends. (laughs) Somebody was like, um, somebody was like, you know, cause listen, doing the writing stuff and like, oh you're a really good writer you thought about doing blah 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 what if you're rich and famous it's like i would probably buy a wet bedroom house but i'd have all the money in the world to go visit my friends and that's yeah. to me that's the only thing like hey it'd be cool just be like oh hey i'm gonna drop hop on this plane and then go visit dylan and like that's just <laughs> what i'm gonna do this weekend like that's right. to I me but that's <laughs> but that's the thing that i enjoy i don't like you, like you said i have no ambition of being ninja or the world's famous gamer or any of that shit trending gamer. This, dude if i ever won that award that speech would <laughs> just be me saying, literally that speech would be like me saying this award means shit the great thing about being a gamer is that we all are who we are there is no trending gamer there is no one person who's important we are all important and that's it trending gamer fucking sucks content creator of the year that stuff sucks because you're not doing that for those awards. You're doing it because you have a passion for this stuff. Yep. You want to make yeah, it. Yeah. I when when we were when you were talking about like, you know, taking a break from certain things, like the reason I stopped kind of took I'm not I didn't stop. I paused some of the U- YouTube stuff um was because I was like I deluded myself into thinking I couldn't make a game and be a full-time writer and I can uh, do YouTube on top of the, of this podcast or whatever other podcast I'm doing. Uh, nope. Turns out and, you uh, can't break point. your brain, man. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, you know, scaling that back, but like, you know, the whole reason you want to do that is because you like to make stuff. And one of the most annoying and frustrating things, uh, Okay. One of the most annoying, frustrating things about the current state of our world is that we ha- so many creative people have to literally ask for permission to make stuff. And I think that that sucks. And I think everyone should be able to do and make whatever they want to make. And it's like, you know, if you had a million dollars, you know, 
Travis would be visiting his friends making stuff. I would be visiting my friends making stuff. That's what, you know, so many people want to do. And I think that, you know, people can and think that, that that needing to ask for permission can lead to stuff like what Curtis was talking about, where you get jaded and you get upset because it doesn't seem fair that like to just express yourself. Yeah, um, you don't make you it. Yeah. And it's and I got lucky, you know, I worked hard and I had a you know weird circumstances that allowed me to uh, be able to go to college despite being a homeless kid. That was actually why they let me into college. Cause they're like, Oh yeah, we need you for our quota. Come on in. Uh, uh, you, you can go come here. And then, you know, a story that, that we write about in our newsletter. Yeah. Kinda sort of. Um, mm-hmm. and then, you know, now I'm at life hacker and whatnot, but like a lot of people just want to write and they don't get those opportunities. And it sucks that, mm-hmm. that, you know, you you said something that stood out to me when you said permission, and I, I I think I took it in a different meaning to what you meant. Like you're not saying that they need to ask permission about mother may I, content. right? It's it's more like you have to, you, I just you have need, to I need the opportunity is what you're saying, right? Yeah, you have to choose between you have to choose between following your passions and paying your bills, and exactly. that's literally yeah. you have to. Yeah. The way you get permission is by is by like the economy saying, Oh, you got lucky and your content's good enough to be popular um, for in this one fluke viral accident, or, you know, it's like I got lucky and I have a bunch of free time and money and I can pursue my passions without fear of losing money. Um, That doesn't, that like is super rare and doesn't exist. So the fact that like we get to, you know, you know, however many people listen to this, you know, we were talking about it before the show doesn't really matter. We would do it whether it was one or a thousand. Right. And that's, so, and, that's, and, and that's why like stuff like, like Medicare for all is, is so integral because we are, we are shackled by our employers benefits. There you go. I, I got just take benefits me. right now. Like I'm not, I'm not paying yeah. I'm not Same. getting that much money right now, but you know, it, it's, it's paying the bills. Kind of situation. Right. Taking the subtext that I was fitting, and he's making putting it right in the spotlight. Well, so yeah, there it is. Know, subtext yeah. is for yeah. cowards. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. For cowards. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching the boys. There's there's like zero subtext. In, you know, American fascism, like in, in bed with Nazism. You know. Yeah, but I mean, like, I do agree with with both of you guys because I've never felt more free since quitting my job. Oh, and right. just being like, yeah, just being like, oh hey, I want to go do this stuff, and then like. I got to shoot. So my my buddy Alfred is the one who does all the um, all my is video stuff, huh? Yes, Alfred Pennyworth. No, uh, <laughs> my buddy Alfred does all my video stuff. And like when I did the Antonio Lee stuff, like we were just, I think we were just going over there, and he was just like, "Do you want to just shoot anything?" And I was like, "Yeah, I have this really dumb idea for like this mockumentary, and it's just stupid." He's like, "Yeah, let's just do it," and we did it, and. Yeah he just died laughing and then he showed me his cut and I just died laughing. And I remember he, him saying like, he edited, he's like, I don't know this. Like, it's like, it's not like perfect. And I was like, dude, I like it. You like it. It costs us nothing to make. We just sat and took some time. If no one else in the world watches it or, or everyone else hates it, it's fine. Cause I love doing that. And I think like, that's something that should be aspirational, should be pushing forward or something yeah. like that. And so and more I, people should be allowed, like literally allowed to do that because so many yeah. people can't. And I think and, the, the, another problem, especially like more, and this is more jaded speak, but 
it's it's coming from a real place is those aspirations that we've all had probably at one point i mean brendan you you talked about it travis you're doing it now but like to be a youtuber to be a streamer you know there's so much behind the scenes of what a lot of those people helps make them to be able to do that and a lot of it is because they're 13 year old middle 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 class kids that mommy and daddy are fitting the bills or they have you know tons of money they, they don't have jobs in the right. they have nine to five jobs where they have to go to and stream a lot of people just have excess income or have just income they can always fall back on they don't have a so job all, in college yeah they have they already have a leg up on so many other people trying to do exactly what they want to do but it's mm. just like i mean like the 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 whole logan family they didn't they didn't start from nothing like they right. started from i mean they were disney they were disney royalty essentially before they fucked that up for themselves and then you know they've just used their name now to create a brand that's a piece of shit brand but it's a brand that people know and recognize and somehow respect and so they've lobbied that into just various things and you know that's the jaded part of me that's like well that's not fair but at the same time it's like well i can't be mad at their family for giving them the leg up, but I can right. be mad about how they've used it, but I can't right. be mad at them being born into a family. That's right. That's not going to change or fix any situation. Yeah. It's um, always, I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, right. I, I mean, I was, I'm, uh, that, that's it. Like, it's just like knowing I'm not, I'm not saying no, the right thing to hate, but if you're going to be upset about something, just be upset about the right thing and yeah. just realize that there's literally something you just can't really fix yeah. or change. Success right. is yeah. talent and opportunity, like, like right. moving together. Right. And you know, like a lot of people have the talent part, but the opportunity, not always. Right. Well, but yeah. and that's, a, yeah. And that's the thing that's like, it's frustrating. Like that's the thing that can be frustrating. That's the thing. Like I, I've been very, I've been very willing to be vocal about that on, on Twitter, like when these awards come out, because they just did the video game, the I said video game, the video game awards, like the futures, right? And like, right. there there are a lot of people, there are a lot of people who are very deserving who are on that list, but there are a lot of people who have been plugging away who aren't on that list. Like it was weird to me. Like I said, I I did the I did the giant bomb thing, which was cool because a lot of laser time people were in there, but like I've people like, oh, how long have you been doing? It's like I've been doing this for ten years, you know. Yeah. Uh, but like you know, when you get the opportunity, but then I look at it like myself. I've gotten opportunities to do laser time, which is a bigger audience, right? So like, it is the reason. Like when you get those opportunities, you're like, hey, right. we're we're doing an all black month. Okay, here's a here's a black creator who you guys have not interacted with, who no one's interacted with. Put you know, put Byron on your on your podcast because that's that I mean, and that's the thing it's like that's the reason that's what i want to do like I said, if i got any fame that's the thing i want to do because like you said there is there is a thing of like not having an opportunity to show people because i guarantee you there's somebody out there who has no audience who's doing like the thing that you're like what the hell like the, right. a, a video to, to bring up wrestling a video somebody did like uh austin creed uh he, he did a video with Dakota Kai. They're doing a game. And she was talking about, like, oh, Tekken 2 is the greatest intro, you know, ever. I wish they did that with wrestling. And some guy who has, like, who has like 28 followers or whatever, <laughs> he, he cut this video. And it's the coolest video I've ever seen. Like, he did all these, like, WWE vignettes, like, of, like, of, like new wrestlers with, like, the, as the opening to Tekken 2. And it just fucking whips ass. And I'm like, right. this guy's so talented. Like, I would just be like, yeah, you do whatever. And it's just, like. 
it's yeah. just like these small things, and that's the thing that's like that's the thing that I love about this. Well, that's why I don't get jaded yeah. because like I know that there's somebody out there who is doing something so brand new and so transformative. We just haven't seen it yet, and I can't yeah. wait to see that person get that. And, and this 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 might come off as a little bit negative, but just even thinking like so, Travis, you're on LT, you're on Laser Time, right? And you're or you're doing something with Abby Russell, and then someone someone like us is looking in on that and thinking, why does he get that opportunity? Why can't I get that opportunity? And it, you're, and you're, and you're, you're looking at it as like, it's, it's, it's almost like another degree of separation. It's like, well, Travis worked for it. You know, it's like, right. but they're still, they're almost like jealous of you because you got that opportunity and they didn't. And it's just like, well, I, think- I mean, you've put in the work. It wasn't like you were just, it's just right, kind of like right hands, place, right yeah. time kind of thing. Like it's, there's always going to be someone that's a little bit jealous and a little bit bitter because it's not their time. And that that's right. just human nature. There's not really much you can do about that. But again, but that, it's just, right. if you're going to be angry, be angry at the right thing. Right. It's that jealousy, that anger is misplaced. That yeah, jealousy yeah. and anger is, 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 it, it's not, you shouldn't be jealous and angry at someone who worked their ass off and, and, and made it. You should be jealous and angry that you live in a society right. that, uh, that, prevents you defines, you defines you in very narrow materialistic terms and uh doesn't want you to to do things that don't make the uh the the one percent enough money or whatever you know <laughs> right. and it, the it, thing it's, that, it's yeah go ahead i was gonna say but the other thing the other the other side of that the other the other thing that people don't realize is when you start to to go down a route of like everyone should be able to be creative and to express themselves um you 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 have to also train we have to train ourselves to not to to view that the act of creativity and sharing it with our friends our families and and whoever is willing to watch as as kind of the end goal it's not to be the you know the 500,000 1 million multi-million subscribers like mm-hmm. that you have to divorce yourself from wanting that because the if that's not what you want, you're probably never going to get that, and that right. and that's where that can make people as what well, that also can make people really jaded, and they they can because they want to they want to be allowed to do it, and the only thing that they think that it allows them us to do it now is to have these huge, whatever. If we didn't have to ask for permission, we could all just do it, and maybe your audience wouldn't be very big, but you would right. still be able to do it. And that's and then the idea of instant gratification is you think, oh, I did this one stream and therefore I'm going to wake up tomorrow and I'm going to have all the subscribers. It's like, well, that's incredibly naive to think that, but I like, <laughs> right. I like where your head's at. I like Energy. the drive, but. And that's where the split is. It's like, yeah. are you doing it because you like to do it? Because if you like to do it, you'll, you will just do the work and it will happen. You know, mm-hmm. there's right. going to be hard times, whatever. But if you don't like the work and you're just like, grinding away and all you want is to be famous and you're not it's just not right. gonna be fun. that's Look, gonna fizzle you, out very quickly i'm gonna say if you want to be famous just be a piece of shit and go on a reality <laughs> show there's like 20 million <laughs> reality shows you can do to become famous 90 day fiance literally go get a order bride and then go be famous if you want to be famous <laughs> yeah. I, that's that's it 
Um, God damn! Robert, I wanted to talk we, about Apple Plus since Curtis is here. God damn! Sorry, oh, we, got no. really, we got really. We got really. We're not going to talk about Apple Plus shows. There's some good Monster shit out there, man. Come no, on. Look, we've already <laughs> talked about Central Park being the best show out there. It isn't. So what else do we need it's to do? Not. It's it's fine. It's a fine show. I but I Ted really Light enjoyed it. TL, I I really enjoyed it. But like compared to Ted Lasso. Uh, Mythic Quest. Mythic Quest is, is, is a lot of highs and lows. Yeah. When, when it's high, it's fucking good. Yeah, that's ooh, that episode five is so good. It's so out of nowhere too. Oh that's man, like, I, mean, I mean, you guys are right. I love Rob McKinley and I like Ashley Birch. So yeah, of course, Mythic Quest is uh, fine. Rob McElhaney, just McElhaney. You know, <laughs> and the best episode was co-written by his wife. I think it's his wife. <laughs> wife or sister? I, Caitlin, I, don't, I don't know. Caitlin, Caitlin Olsen. Caitlin Olsen? Is his yeah. Wife. yeah, that's yeah, his Caitlin wife. Yeah, Caitlin Olsen is his wife. He yeah. is his wife. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. Caitlin yeah, Olsen is his wife. D, no D and Mac are married. Yeah. 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 That's like why it's always funny where he's like, oh, D, you like piece of shit. D, like, you bitch. <laughs> same with Charlie and the Waitress. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Charlie Holy and the Waitress. Shit. Yeah. I, I, oh, fuck, I should watch more. It's always sunny. Dude, that, yeah. show, that show is fine, it, it, but it is. I can only watch so much of it because I'm like, yeah. God, these people are fucking terrible. There's yeah. no good thing here to watch. <laughs> Why I, am I still watching this? I don't think it's it's not a binge worthy show for me, but the thing about I love about Always Sunny, I don't think there is a like I don't think there's any kind of lull to it. I think it just gets tiring because there is just so many jokes per minute. And it's just so like it's just so fucking out there. Like you said, there are pieces of shit. It's like so I started watching Curb. Yeah. And you can only watch so so much curve. Yeah. It's like okay, I need it to stop. Yeah. It's like, like everybody sucks. Like it's you know like, what though, coming coming full circle. That is always sunny is a show. It has gone on for fourteen seasons now, and they just renewed it for four more, making it eighteen seasons total. The longest running live action sitcom of all time. So congrats. That show has been consistently good its entire run. Yep, full circle. Um, there you go. There we go. And um. I mean, they, they kind of have a little bit of a give because they only do like 10 or 13 episodes a season. So, you know, they're not they're not writing 22 episodes every right. season. If, if you want to squash it down to like, well, each season is like a half season, then like, okay, you still right. have that seven or eight season qualification. Right. right. Um, but yeah, um, they, they, they do it. And they've done some really creative things. Like they've done musicals, they've done animated stuff like they've gotten really creative with their show. So um, yeah. it's a piece of shit show. Like you're not going to walk away from that show liking anybody in it, but yeah. um, it's, it's a, it's a good show. Well, they even call that out. Like my favorite episode of that show is the Emmy episode where they're basically like doing the whole thing of like, Hey, we want to set up, you, you know, we want to set up, we want to win an Emmy, but we're winning a bar award. And right. it's really like every critique you make, well, no one likes the characters. Oh, is there like, and it's just like, no, that's just not who they are <laughs> to the point where Charlie Day, right. he writes a, an Emmy song and then writes the go fuck yourself song. Right. It's so great. Like that show, like you said, that show is, it's an ugly show. It's fucking filthy. And I love every second of it, but yeah. I cannot binge it because they're just fucking awful. Which that whole episode <laughs> is clearly based on them actually wanting an Emmy IRL. And yeah. this is their big fuck you to the Academy saying, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> why have we not got an award yet? Which, I mean, it's not an original idea. A lot of shows have done that, you know, snide 
uh, joke about, you know, hey, we've been on and we're really good. Family Guy kind of hits it over the head a lot of the times. Yeah, but cancel stuff, yeah. Yeah, um, but I don't know. There's just something, there's something charming about Always Sunny that, I don't know. If you're if you're curious, I'd say check it out. It's solid. Anyway, <laughs> Ted Lasso. Please watch Ted Lasso. It's, it's the most it's, uplifting yes. show of the year. It it is so like annoyingly sincere and genuine. I I I cannot like I cannot believe like fucking Ted Lasso. Like I, I looked at that shit. And I was like, who the fuck is watching this fucking like Jason Sudeikis vehicle? It's like I, I don't care, hmm. man. And then I started watching. It's like, oh, this okay. is why. <laughs> this is why. Oh yeah, my god, you got me. You got me. I don't yeah, care about soccer, cool. man. And I don't care nope. about like British yeah. culture, but for some reason, Jason Sudeikis and his Wait, fucking mate. It's 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 show? a show about British soccer. Well, well I, mean, I mean, it's only about twenty percent soccer, though. It really is more just about the characters and the 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 premises. Yeah, I, I, if there's even a little bit of uh, soccer in there, I'm in. You will. I was say, is this? I was say, is this like? This sounds like a good version of that David Cross. British show, probably. Oh, I've never like. seen it, but probably. It's been no. in my Netflix queue for a while. I think <laughs> that I show. That, that show sucks. I want like, Jack Brayer in it. Right now. Yeah, Jack Brayer, like he's kind of in it, but not really. It sucks. I, I wanted to like it a lot more than what, what it what's, was. What's the name of it? Uh, I'll find out for you. It's on the tip of my tongue, but I can't think of it. Yeah, it's just something, it's something like, like a forgettable. It's like Todd something. Todd uh, something. Oh my god. David Cross, Todd, Todd Margaret. Oh yeah, Todd Margaret. Todd Margaret. But I think it's it's a, it's another like fish out of water kind of story. Right. I see. But Ted, Ted, ah, Ted Lasso. There's just, you know, it's so upbeat, so positive, and you. I mean, I I'm I'm a fan of Jason Sudeikis anyway, but um, he just does such a good job in it. Yeah, he, he's always seemed to have like a, like a real punchable face to me. <laughs> but 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 it's just the, the, the show like it, it, it's just so like saccharine yeah in a good way i don't want to say saccharine because it's more more saying like in a negative light but it's 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 relentless in how and how how much like like it it wants it so many characters want wants the main characters to fail to to um be in the shits yeah. and you know like mm. they, they, they was hired deliberately so it can they can tank the franchise but like despite the all efforts it's 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 still it's it's still working you know like yeah. it's, it's it's hokey bullshits but it works yeah it's 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 like you said the like there's so there are so many shows out there now that are just like everyone's an asshole but there are some redeeming qualities. And in this, it's like, well, no, the main character is not an asshole by any means. And even when he does fuck up or he does something that you could see as like questionable or like mm-hmm. you raise your eyebrow about, there's a reason for it. And he's like yeah. almost immediately apologetic. And he's like, okay, I... Yeah, and like, that's one part, part of the reason steps. why I really like Central Park too. Because like, it, like yeah. I mentioned, I, I you yeah. looked at it and saw like, oh, man, another damn show about New York City. Who gives a single right. fuck? And then, like, but oh no, this is actually about like how, 
how like how great public employees are are and, right. and like trying to manage every bit of conflict the private sector thrusts upon it without them knowing right. that they're they're being fucked over by the private sector. Yeah, it's, it's just... I, I will give I will give a uh, controversial take about Central Park. I didn't mind Kristen Bell playing a black kid. Sorry, like it it it, it that was sucks. a little weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it yeah. sucks that they get a black actress, but like. She still well, works. they're fixing that for season two, so yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, they recast oh, it. She's still working on it, yeah. yeah. Uh, but that show, uh, because like to me, that character I mean, that character is fine, but like Titus Burris as the son fucking rules, yeah. and I'm oh, just he, glad I he got, him. I'm glad he got to be able to do like a so, like do like a, his own central, like, like songs and stuff like that, like the the, the squirrel world, like song. <laughs> it was just like. And I just remember I was like I was doing I was getting ready to do a VGA and I was like it's like we watched Central Park like oh is it any good it was like it is like it's like uh like depending on what you like if you like musical maybe not you know but it's Bob's Burgers I was like but you have to hear nuts 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 and I played it for them they're like they're like what it's like yes like this is like if this was like on a Disney movie you'd be like oh shit like this is one yeah. of the like great yeah, I, oh, yeah. I love it well, so like, much when the yeah. musicals hit they 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 their songs are really hit or miss for me. So, so someone yeah. just feels like, okay, we need to have three songs in this, in this episode. Uh, what do you have? And like, one of them right. would be great. Um, the others would be like, all right, that was an okay minute. Like, I, I see what you had to do, but it's, it's fine. Like I, I yeah. had that effect with crazy ex-girlfriend as well. Um, but like, mm-hmm. so there's, there's a lot of staying power with uh, some of those songs, but like, Again, like being being tied to being a musical, and like this is a show that's a cartoon and it's also a musical. You have to fill in that um, that airtime. So right. it's like you need to have those twenty songs in a season. Come on, creatively, I, 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 I totally respect it. I think I mean it's it's doing a lot for the show. Like mm-hmm. I mean to have to write three or four songs every episode for a full season is a lot of work. I respect right. it. It's just it's not a show I want to watch more of. But again, right. Just like a lot of other stuff, wouldn't take it away from anyone. I'm happy people like it and they have it. It's just I don't think I'll return for season two. I would say like that show really works when Josh Josh Gad isn't trying to be Lin Manuel. Uh, oh, Lin Manuel. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's that's literally like all the rap versions, like all the rap songs on there. I do I do not care for the Home Alone. To- like there's some songs that like these are awful, but then there's like songs like Mama's Got This. Where I'm just like. Oh, this is just a really good opening ballad song, mm-hmm. or like, or like I said, like the opening song, like own it is, own it's a really good introductory mm-hmm. to a musical song. Yeah, and then like I said, there's a lot of stuff where it's just like, oh, okay, I, I get it. You got a lot of the Hamilton actors, so you're just like, <laughs> I'm gonna do my version of Hamilton, and it's like, uh, it doesn't work. But I also haven't heard Book of Mormon, so I'm not sure if this is just Josh Gad's skis, you know. Right. So that that's that that's my thing. Less Josh Gad the Josh better Gadd in moment. this series. Yeah. My favorite was the one when Andrew Reynolds took over as the narrator. <laughs> <laughs> uh and that's one of the best like it, Andrew Reynolds like turns out Andrew Reynolds really good singer. Josh Gad is fine. But yeah, it's just like I have nothing a, against Josh Gad. He's fine, but right. It's, uh, it, it, it's just, this is his baby. We get it, but like you did yeah. a good job like bringing it together, but bring it back, you know. Yeah. yeah. Look, it's also why you don't have David Diggs sing like all of his songs are raps because like you, you know, like that's kind of not David Diggs. Like that's not his wheelhouse. Like right. just keep him in his wheelhouse. Like Josh Gad, just just stay in your wheelhouse. 
good character, fine character, just not. I don't need. I don't need him busking every every time. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Catherine Hahn, she's doing a fantastic. Like the whole cast is great. Catherine Hahn's doing great. Um, Did not know she could sing like that. I, that was for real. No, she's yeah. talented. Yeah, um, excellent. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what uh, are you selling? Bugs, All right, before bugs? before we before we wait, before we leave, you said you watch Beyond the Mat. I don't want you to leave without oh, your thoughts. Oh. I won't even. I won't even. I won't comment <laughs> on it because that will make it longer. Um. I just wanted to know your thoughts, your high-level thoughts on Beyond the Mat. Okay, Robert, the so person who does not watch Jake the fucking snake, Roberts just dropped like, yeah, I was conceived because my dad raped my mother, and then like I want to yes. try to have like re- like re- reconcile with my rapist dad, and it's still weird and awkward, and then I also have problems with, with my daughter because I'm also a bad dad. What in the fuck? Wrestling sucks. The seven. That's the general message of, of that entire documentary. It's just like, Man, this this all sucks. Like, I yeah, I really that's... like um oh god what what's his name um it's a, um the the the, the Mick... man behind mankind Mick Foley uh, oh Mick, Mick Foley. Foley like he like he he seems genuinely cool but then like the the amount yeah. of like pain like his like his entire family has to, has to like agonize and it's like, like oh dad's about to die <laughs> yeah no, it's, Mick... it's a hard watch. Yeah, it's it, but it's deliberately like that in wrestling was shot. Like, hey man, the '90s was a really fucked up time in it's wrestling, terrible. and I know yeah. a lot of people, yeah. a lot of people glorify the Attitude Era, but like, it was still in that mix of like carny wrestling and mm-hmm. also like being rushed to the mainstream and like trading off of Jerry Springer and shit. But it's yeah. just like it was a bad time, and people went through bad stuff. We have people who died. Because right. of the shit they put themselves because through. Because of just more and more. And a lot of people like now like to shit on what would be co- what what is considered the flippy shit uh, booking and, you know, lots of flips and a lot of style, no substance, things like that. But, I mean, all in all, the 90s wrestling era did, I think, a lot more damage to a lot more people than, you know, people that are quote-unquote hurting the business by, bo- mm-hmm. by doing flippy shit and being meta- and you know having a lot of fun with wrestling rather than making it you know paying it too close to the chest and making it super serious all the time uh i'm i'm much happier in a young bucks world than i ever would be in a jim Cornette world yeah or you know a jake the snake you know doing coke every night because he can't afford painkillers because he doesn't have insurance because there's no union and there's no one to take care of him i'm i'm much happier in a young bucks world than i ever would be in a in a world of Vince McMahon still calling the shots because he's a piece of fucking shit. Yeah, and I mean it's like I said, it's it's a it's a problem wrestling wide. Like, because Vince, I <laughs> I always I always get weird about it because like I never want to be like, well, it's not because it is a Vince McMahon problem, and you're the head of you're the head of you are essentially the head of professional wrestling mm-hmm. globally. Like everyone brings Vince up all these different organizations. Right. Like it, it, even just like the face, like realistically the WWE capable point like he's yeah. always going to be a talking point even if yeah. it isn't about wwe he will be in the conversation because he's the main american territory like he's the guy that if you're comparing it to any other country he's just going to be in it that's just how it is because that's what he's created that's what he's monopoli- monopolized mm-hmm. he's just part of it and right. he can't escape that any more than he wants to he literally he literally used a capitalist like model to buy up wrestling organizations and yep. made the McDonald's of wrestling. 
Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, it's really cool that NXT exists. It is really cool. All those other stuff, but it, it sucks because it's all under one ostracism, which is that guy. Mm-hmm. And that's what those documentaries were showing. It's like, Hey, these people are fucked. The thing that pisses me off and frustrates me about wrestling in general is you would think every other wrestler who is not signed by WWE would be like, Hey, we should do a union. Cause if we work together, we can do that. The problem is, and the biggest problem that Vince has created is he's created so many promoters who think they can be Vince McMahon. And, right. They they still do the thing like one of the most disappointing things about AEW was Cody being like, oh, well, we can't do a union because fuck you. Yes, you can. Like that's you have to. At some point, these wrestlers need to be able to be able to get a pension and be able to actually like get health care because like that's the reason why you have Jake the Snake Roberts, his daughter crying about him still wrestling at 50 at that time, you know, <laughs> and his body breaking down. But he's still wrestling because he didn't have any money. Is the reason why, like, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm going to see Ric Flair die in a, in a wrestling ring. <laughs> I've just I've just been resigned to that fact in my life. Like, it's dark, but that's what wrestling is. Because unfortunately, no one wants selling? to think about no one wants to think about the wrestlers like long the human time. cost, right? right. Which, yeah. which, is, which is why, like, something like with Austin doing all the stuff that he's doing, like Austin Creed, uh, Xavier Woods doing all the stuff that he's doing, hearing in that G4, I am so ecstatic. I really hope, like, up, up, down, down, he could just do that stuff and just quit. Not have the rest of I, 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 I hate, I love professional wrestling so much, but I honestly hate wrestling to the point where, like, if a wrestler's like, oh, hey, I'm just done. Cool. Like, uh, we had the big one this year was Kylie Ray, and there's literally something, like, broke in her and she's just like i can't do this anymore and i was like good just back away from it because this fucking sucks it sucks and yeah. i love it so much but it's it just it's the most mm, i don't you know want it to I be know. better yeah you love it so much it's just like please do please just better. do this travis we gotta do a wrestling podcast because i we spend hours on this and i think everyone else is like shut fuck up, that's yeah. why we have <laughs> Indie presents if well, hey. method, you can take hey. away from this entire episode though it's socialism. Yeah. Socialism, <laughs> socialism yeah. rules. Yes. Uh, but hey, uh, I will use this in my plugs. Um, I might be bringing back a cheap podcast. So and I might have gotten the, the the full run of just do whatever you want to do because we don't want to – me and Matt made a, a very conscious decision during the COVID thing and kind of – we were on Curtis's fuck Fist McMahon kick, uh, which I'm very on now <laughs> because like – how dare you say that that Keith Lee needs more training? Ah, okay. Um, but beside the point. Um, He's a so, it, it, uh, he so uh, yeah. So I was like, hey, you can do whatever you want, and I have some ideas. So I would love to have you on, Curtis, and talk about Absolutely. wrestling. Well, there you go. Um, but yeah, also uh, Twitch.tv slash Turbo Bison. Watch me play video games. Play Zelda. That's what I, that's the only game I play is Zelda, and then live from the full house. Season two, we start recording tomorrow, so the, actually. Let me get something straight. The trending game of the year is playing a game that's four years old. Gotcha. Absolutely. What, gotcha. what else am I going to play? I'm going to play I, that I, understand, I totally understand why your career is taken off. I get it. Okay. <laughs> look, look, I can be like right everybody off. else. I can be like everybody else who plays Cyberpunk. I'm not doing that. Or for what? I'm a PS5. Uh, exactly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, we start recording season two of... Uh, live from the pool house and show I do with Sonya Valentine. We have some really cool guests. Um, you know, might be someone who who like won a big award in comic books. Might be famous <laughs> nerdcore rapper. You know, MC who Chris. Knows? 
You got to see Chris. Chris. That's crazy. Rob Liefeld? I, I, Todd McFarlane? <laughs> DJ I, Rob Liefeld on there just I've, to talk about Joe Garcia. I'm so – I <laughs> – I what did, that say, <laughs> what did he say? What did he say? That's that's the question. I, what did he say? I will interview Rob Liefeld, and I will turn it into phrase. Oh my, my best friend Joe Garcia is the biggest Rob Liefeld fan. Can you give me a a shout out during the podcast? <laughs> oh, that's the end game. Uh, but yeah, if that's that's, if that's all you work for, and that's what you that's what you get. I'd say life well earned. I think you've for done sure. It. I mean, keeping the expectations kind of kind of middling yep. there. Just all I want to do is troll my friend in the hardest yep. way possible. Yeah, isn't get that his, what we, his favorite? That's all we want to do. That's all we want to do to give a shout out. That's what we all work for. Yeah, is it, is it all we want to do is troll our friends? Exactly. I mean, I'm I'm telling you, when, the moment you make it big, I'm writing the script for the roast of T.L. Foster. You heard it here first. I'm gonna get people. Talking to my veins. There it is, right there. It'll be great. All right. Anybody else have stuff to plug? Who else is? Curtis, you you're our guest on here. What are you plug selling? your stuff again? Uh, I will. I mean, you know, uh, I don't have much to plug. Uh, go to there on the interwebs is the thing that my husband and I do. We again, we just go through every episode of Thirty Rock in order, just talking about the references, as we say in the opening of the show. Welcome to Go To There, the 30 Rock podcast, a weekly chronological journey through 30 Rock, looking at the jokes, the references, the highs, the lows, and all of the blurks that come with one of the best shows of the 21st century. Uh, you can find it on all streaming services, Spotify, pod, uh, Apple Podcasts. Um, you, know, you know how hard it was to stop saying iTunes when I first started doing the spiel because <laughs> the last time I recorded a podcast, that's what podcasts were on. Like Apple, <laughs> Apple Podcasts was not a standalone app kind of thing. Anyway. Uh, and if you want to follow me on the interwebs, uh, pretty much Zabu-san, Zabu underscore S-A-N is where you'll find me. It's pretty much any forums. That's probably me unless it's, you know, something scandalous. And then when it's not me, I promise. <laughs> it's somebody who's really into uh, Naruto. <laughs> somebody else who's really into I was, I was at one time, yes. Uh, all right. Uh, um, uh, it's starting uh, by the time this goes up, um, Super Mutant Slayers will be uh, just a mere three dollars and seventy-five cents on the itch.io winter sale. So, uh, and that'll be happening for like, <laughs> thank you, next two weeks or so. Make it epic. So, um, so yeah, definitely please pick that up. It's my tabletop uh, monster hunting mutant slaying. In we fact. should play uh, it. We should play it. You should. We should well, maybe we'll it out there, yeah. Because it's on, I mean, it's on uh, Tabletop, Tabletop Simulator as well. As mod, yep. So, okay. Yep. How many, how many players can I do at a time? Uh, four players, but it's okay. scalable uh, to lower than that as well. Hell nice. yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dylan, plugs. I ain't got much just to plug. I'm going to be on uh, A Plus Anime for the OK, Be- OK Beast podcast pretty soon here. But oh, uh, nice. Hey, Close to that show, uh, Ian Preschel. Um, we're going to talk about the Boo Saga there, so I'm going to reserve hey. my the rest of my Dragon Ball thoughts until a later day. I mean, kind of talked about it a lot in the show already, but I want to say like um, how 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 many how times much do you have left over? You say how many times can you say it's bad? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I can say it's bad, but what if I said I'm, it for two and a half hours? How often do you see a saga where it describes exactly the kind of quality Ooh, that, in the name? Man. I mean, come God. on. What if they took the hero of the last saga? Oh fuck you! That was good. That was <laughs> what if they took the hero? What if they took the hero of the last saga and then just made him inconsequential, like halfway through? 
Oh, you're talking about Supreme Kai just being a waste of a character? (laughs) I'm talking about the the destruction of Gohan. The most unnecessary thing ever. Yeah, yeah, I have thoughts. I have thoughts. That's true. I think think that was editors saying, no, Goku's Goku's more popular. Put him back in. I think that's... Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what it was because the beginning of the fucking arc is it's non traditional Dragon Ball, more closer to Slice of Life. Slice of Life. Yeah. It's back to the original. I like it a lot. (laughs) I like Videl having agency and being able to do things on her own, like, agenda (laughs) terms. And not just being a a fucking mom. (laughs) I'm I'm sorry. Toriyama does not write female characters. Thank you. No, he doesn't write mothers. (laughs) One fucking (laughs) one chapter. And then he's just like, well, Got to put a fucking baby in her. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Any of that. They're pretty much <laughs> women having uh, a story. That's going to keep right. coming in that show. We've, we've gone anyway, way too far. We'll see. We've gone like uh, Marvel movie length here. Yeah. Good Lord. Robert. This is Endgame, bitches. What? Robert, uh, what do you have what to plug? You, what, was that flag? what was that flag? That's a good question. <laughs> nothing. No, not nothing yet. Uh, <laughs> Nothing yet. Uh, so there's still more to come. Okay. Uh twenty. Yeah. All right. Yeah. He's gonna get a waypoint radio just out of the blue. He's just gonna. Yeah, okay. I, yeah. I would. I would be like, oh my god, Robert, that's. Cool. Robert. <laughs> and then I'd be like, why wasn't it me? There we go. We're back to that. That uh, <laughs> chaos. <laughs> uh, but. Uh, like her said, you can follow everybody on Twitter. You can follow Curse at Zabu underscore San. You can follow Brendan at. Brendan underscore LH. You can follow Robert at 23 Breach. You can follow Dylan at Tier Knee. You can follow Kayla at Kayla Neal Writes. You can follow me at Travis L. Foster. You can follow the show at PNB Cast. You can go to patreon.com slash PNB Cast. Give us some schmeckles. You can also go to, uh, was it Kofi slash co dash fee slash. Wait, hold on. Sound it out. Hold on. It's co-v. Look, look, look for TL's Kofi. Look for Curtis's Kofi. I'm no. talking about Curtis's Kofi. I, yeah, you, you put it out there. Okay. Oh, okay. I don't use that, but okay. Thank you. Hey, <laughs> give him, give him, give, give hit him up. Hit him up on Twitter. Offer to give literally, money. literally uh, two years now. We've been doing that. Not one schmeckle has been given to us. So I don't even. I don't even reference it anymore. But thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you can follow everybody there. Um, Make sure you write, rate and review. We haven't done that, but rate and review both podcasts. That way the algorithm can see that and we can get more people to join our little dumb community where we can talk about silly shit. Um, so for everybody, I am T.L. Foster. This has been PMB, the longest podcast ever created by man. I hope that you have sex quite well. Whoa. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs>